Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Firefox News Online. And as always, you just heard it, it's time for Talking Points. The Democrats. Some House Democrats are actually doing something I never thought anyone would ever want to do in their lives with a president. Well, he's a dictator, really, but they call him a president. I call him a dictator. But let's face the reality. There are some House Democrats that actually want to strip Biden of control over, get this, America, nuclear armament. 
That's right, America. You heard correctly. Here, let me let me give you just a, a little snippet. Now, this story actually comes from foxnews.com. I'm going to tell you something right now. I don't trust them as much as I used to. I don't trust them at all, actually. Uh, that's why I hardly ever use their, their stuff. But I will use their stuff when certain things do come up because they have been known to tell the truth once in a while. Well, they do tell the truth once in a while, but they just aren't very... Well, I'll get into the dealings of Fox News another time. But here's the deal. Dozens of House Democrats want Biden to give up sole authority to launch nuclear weapons. Now, why would they want this? Why, why would they do this? Are they having a hard time trusting him with the nuclear codes for that all-important nuclear football? Hmm. Well, if I were a House Republican or a House member on the independent side, I would look at them and go, really? Really? You, you, you now have a problem with him having access to the nuclear codes to launch nuclear weapons. Really? Are you sure you want to go this route? Because, boys and girls, it was your asses that caused the election to get stolen in the first damn place. You deny it all the time. I'm sick of hearing about it. As far as your denial, you put him in there? Well, guess what? You can't take away something from him like that. I mean, that's just not going to happen. Okay? Personally, I'd like to see the old doddering bastard kicked out of there. But you know what? That ain't going to happen. You want him to not have the nuclear codes? Get him the fuck out of office. And that's what I tell him. Get him the fuck out of office. You don't want him to have sole authority over the nukes? Well, you put him there. You fix it. But do it in a way that's going to, you know, kind of make the American people feel like okay he doesn't have sole you want he doesn't have sole authority but then again who will have authority over it don't have him you know questioning it have the american people look at it and go hmm okay so if you think he's a problem having sole authority over the nuclear weapons that we carry uh here's an idea he resigns Kamala resigns, we have a special election, and you know what? We don't even have to do that. Admit you stole the election and turn around and have Kamala Harris and Joe Biden resign from office and admit that Donald Trump is the winner of the election and have him sworn in and shut up. Because with Donald Trump, you wouldn't have these worries. And you know it. But you're so full of Trump derangement syndrome that it's pouring out of every orifice. Honestly, to God, man, these Democrats are so fucking stupid. They don't realize that what they've done is they've put a man in charge of the nuclear codes, in charge of nuclear weapons that could end up having an Alzheimer's moment or a dementia moment and go... Oh, look at the shiny button. Press.
yes, Democrats, you did this to us. You put that decrepit old geezer in the Oval Office. You allowed a man who has now signed more than 60 executive orders. 60 executive orders. And now, now think about this for a minute. Okay? Do I have to spell it out for you? Maybe I do have to spell it out for you because, honest to God, it, this is going to take a reminder course. I know that now. I mean, uh, yeah, it's a time for a, a quick refresher. You know, I mean, what did he say? I'll paraphrase, but I'll get the exact quote shortly during the broadcast. He said, those who legislate by executive order are dictators? You know, something like that? No. You cannot legislate by executive order or something. You know what? I'll just get the exact quote. It'll be easier that way. And I really should hang on to it because, honest to God, this doddering old bozo is a threat to our very existence. By their own admission, there are about three dozen Democrats that have signed a letter asking Biden to renounce his sole authority to launch nukes. That's the first paragraph of the friggin' story. Holy shit. Now, I ask you, America, are we that fucked or not? Think about it. We are sitting on a ticking time bomb and we have the Democrats to thank for it. We don't have the luxury of time on our side. Not now, not tomorrow, not next week, next month, next year. But we need to get a plan together. We need for all of this to quite literally come to a halt. We need to get Joe Biden and Kamala Harris both out of office. We need to get the Democrats to admit they stole the election, which would be a big, huge fucking mess for them. And... Admit they fucked up and turn around and say to Donald Trump, since you were voted on to become president of the United States and we have no other choice, they got to do something. But Democrats, you fucked us. You fucked the American people. You fucked everybody. Admit it. I mean, we've got a governor here in the state of New York that's a fucking murdering son of a bitch and a sexual predator. What the fuck are the Democrats consisting of? Racist, bigot, dumb fucks that love to commit sexual harassment or sexual assault or whatever the fuck is going on. Whatever the flavor of the week is for the Democrats. That's what's fucking happening. Well, America, here you go. A little something to think about. Joe Biden's got the nuclear football the codes to launch nukes, and three dozen Democrats are shitting in their pants because they don't want him to have sole authority over control of them. Well, you know what? You should have thought of that before you stole the fucking election from the American people. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend this broadcast all over the globe on MeWe, Gab, Parlor. And all the other social media platforms, too, I guess. And now, as always, it is time for the rest of the story.
And we are live, large and in charge, from our studios here in the Hudson Valley. Hello, America. I'm George Sinzer, and this is Firefox News Online. Ah, before I even open my flapper any further, let me welcome to the broadcast, though, watching on Periscope.tv, Cherokee Rose is with us. And, of course, tuned in via Mixler is my buddy Gunslinger. And boy, this this first story is a whopper. Now, for those of you didn't start, okay, uh, I have the information, the exact quote. I think, I hope. Uh, if I just wasted my time opening this, it'll be a real pain in the backside. So, yeah, this was a, this was, nope, that ain't it. All right, I'll dig it up in a few minutes. But let's face the reality. Here is what we're stuck with. This is what we're dealing with. This is what's happening. Honest to God, America, we are... Really? So, the three dozen... You know, let me pull up the story here. Okay? Because Gunslinger is here on the line with me. And Gunslinger, when I saw this, okay, I was in the process of setting up tonight's broadcast. I was posting the links, you know, that I, like I always do, um, on Facebook, on MeWe and Gab, and it was on MeWe.com that I came across this, and I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like, they want, now, now, they, now they're concerned. Now they're concerned about Biden having the nuclear football codes. Yeah. Should have thought of that before they stole the election, like I said, man. But check this out. Let me read this story. Let me read the story to give you something to really uh, be able to comment on proper. And America, you're, you're not going to believe this. Now, again, I got this from Fox News. I don't trust them implicitly or totally, but when it comes to something like this, you know, you know the, the CNN and MSNBC are not going to say shit about this, okay? They're not. So about three dozen House Democrats have signed a letter asking Joe Biden to renounce his sole authority to launch nuclear weapons. Now, this is according to reports. A promise from <clears throat> from Joe Biden to give up his nuclear capabilities as commander-in-chief could take the same power away from future presidents. Vesting one person with this authority entails real risks. The letter from Representative Jimmy Panetta, Dem uh, Democrat from California, and obtained by Politico, reads... Past presidents have threatened to attack other countries with nuclear weapons or exhibited behavior that caused other officials to express concern 
about the president's judgment. Panetta's office did not immediately respond to an inquiry from Fox News Channel. The congressman said in a Monday tweet that he is calling on Biden to install checks and balances in our nuclear command and control structure. Now, the letter continues, while any president would presumably consult with advisors before ordering a nuclear attack, there is no requirement to do so. The military is obligated to carry out the order if they assess it is legal under the laws of war. Under the current posture of U.S. nuclear forces, that attack would happen in minutes. Democrats offered some alternatives to sole nuclear authority, such as requiring the the vice president and House Speaker to agree with a launch order from the president before it is executed, according to Politico. Now, of course, uh, that <laughs> presidents have continually passed down a briefcase containing all the necessary materials to dial up a nuclear strike using a specific code, often referred to as the nuclear football. Now, Democrats previously expressed concern with, with former President Trump having access to such power. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi in January, for example, said she spoke with Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Mark Milley, about protecting nuclear codes from an unhinged president. <clears throat> now, Pelosi said she spoke to, 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 to Milley on January 5th to discuss available precautions for preventing an unstable president from initiating military hostilities or, uh, or accessing the launch codes and ordering nu- a nuclear strike. The, now, the football was passed over a long distance when Biden took, took, stole, when Biden stole the office after Trump because the former president did not attend the new president's inauguration. It is usually handed off between, pres, between presidents on inauguration day. Now, Biden is not a president. He's a dictator and a doddering old fuck. Okay. Kamala Kamala Harris is not a vice president. She is a vice dictator and a total screwball. But this concerns me because they she was talking to the to the head of the Joint Chiefs, Pelosi, that is, about stripping the president of sole authority over the nuclear football, over the codes. Because as she put it, Protecting, you know, she talked, she spoke with the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Miley, about protecting nuclear codes from an, quote-unquote, unhinged president. Well, what the fuck did you put in the office, Pelosi? An unhinged, unstable, completely uh, out out to lunch, son of a bitch. Gunslinger, what do you say to all this shit? I mean, this is fucking huge. 
Oh, hell. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) To start off with. Okay. Great way to start off. (laughs) This is... That's a good way to start off. I think so, yeah. (laughs) If it wasn't serious, it would be funny. Okay. But it is serious. When you... (laughs) Wow. It gets screwball every goddamn day. I swear to God, I've never heard, I've never seen anything like it. Um, I have never heard in my entire life of any president threatening anybody with a goddamn nuclear fucking bomb. Okay, I've never heard it. I've never heard blowjob. I've never heard the bushy boys, the criminal bushy boys. I've never heard, you know, the 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 faggot in chief, you know, Obama married to Michael. Uh, I damn sure never heard it from President Trump. Okay, I have to give these idiots that one credit. Well, not President Trump. President Trump's not an idiot, but the other ones are, uh, including the idiot in the White House right now. So, <laughs> wow. I mean, back in the Cold War days. The United States might have threatened Russia. Okay. I don't know if the president went out and directly threatened them. I was too young at the the time. I think I was still in diapers, I think. Jeez, that's been a long time ago. Back in the, you know, 60s. Um, Yeah, I mean, I wasn't born until 63, so I I can't say that I I remember. I barely remember about the Cold War. Yeah, Yeah, me too. I mean, yeah. But when you have a a idiot like the thing in the White House right now, and the assistant Ho in the in the White House right now, both of them are about as fucked in the head as a damn drunk sailor, drunk goddamn cockroach. Okay, ain't got enough sense piss poor piss out of a boot, poor piss out piss out of a boot. Okay. You know that that there is something wrong <clears throat> with Uncle Joe, Sleepy Joe, Creepy Joe, Dementia Joe, Alzheimer's Joe, and the list could go on and on and on and on. He is mentally unstable. This is what haven't I said this before? <clears throat> I mean, you've got if in order to be president of the United States of America, the most fucking powerfulest goddamn country in history. Not of this country, but in the entire world's history. Okay, you have to. You got to be on your p's and q's and on your toes. I don't think Sleepy Joe could even find his fucking toes. Probably has his Doctor Jill. You know, yeah, she ain't no fucking doctor. That's just honorary title. Never did get a dictator. Dictatorship. Yeah, yeah, she's a dictator too. Okay, takes one to know one, right? But a doctorate, I mean, in anything for that matter. Okay, so that's a fucking lie. But when you have this idiot that could that could launch these fucking little toys that we have <clears throat> at anybody, you got a problem. Okay, and that fucking bitch pig ass fucking cut fucking Pelosi has the audacity to bring that shit up when President Trump was in the office thinking that he was unstable look who's fucking talking bitch you just as unstable as Sleepy Joe is 
Okay. I'm surprised they're not married to each other. They'd make a two peas in a pot, wouldn't they? <laughs> okay. Really would. I mean, wow. You you know, and I, and I said this was going to happen. I said if Trump does not win in this, one of these idiots that they put in, guess who they put in, okay, and they and he has the uh, the authority to launch that shit. Oh boy, you know, <clears throat> I th- well, I don't know. You know, it comes down to the point that I think I fucking trust Rocket Boy over there in fucking North Korea more than that son of a bitch. And even though he's crazy, Uncle Joe is even more crazier than him than he is. Uh, it's just wow. I mean, it's just this is, but they're getting what they deserved. Remember what I said. They're going to get what they deserve, and look what they're getting. What do you say? Three dozen now. Their own Democrats. Their yeah, own three dozen Democrats. It, three dozen. <laughs> that thirty. And, 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 and mind you, the first paragraph, cents. brother. I'm telling you, the first paragraph says yeah. about three dozen House Democrats have signed a letter. Asking Biden to renounce his sole authority to launch nuclear weapons. And those three dozens are probably the ones that voted for Biden. (laughs) Getting what you deserve now, motherfucker. But you think that he's going to probably agree to that? No. No. He ain't going to. Because if he does... That will prove, beyond the shadow of a reasonable, reasonable doubt, that he's not able to be in control of that office. Okay? He will say to the world, well, I guess so. I need to give this up because oh, I don't know who I'm married to. <laughs> that kind of bullshit. Okay? I think I would have trusted the damn fucking peanut farmer, Carter, more with them things besides him. At least he's got his fucking mind. And I think the dude's like 94 years old. Something like that. He's still got his brains. He knows who he's married to. Uh He knows who he's married to. And and he was president during the Cold War. That's right. Yeah, you got it. You got it, Toyota. I still remember my history well. He's 94 years old. Yeah. I, I read somewhere yesterday or something that he's still out helping building... Houses for humane, you know, humane reasons or whatever. Habitat for humanity. Yeah, he's still doing that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, showing a picture of him wearing a fucking hard hat out out on a construction site. That now I got to hand it to him that he still got his brain power. He still knows who's who and who's in the zoo. But 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 you know something, Gunslinger. Jimmy Carter comes from from the old school Democrats, not not the bunch that's out there now. yeah, Yeah. Okay, so oh, no. this he's, guy, oh, yeah. this, this yeah, guy, I will yeah, give credit for. He's got his brain matter still intact, and he's and he's out there doing yeah. something yeah. for the for people. He's out there doing something at his age <laughs> to help the people. Yeah. So I give him a lot of credit. I yeah, do. He, yeah. Yeah, I, I give him credit for that too. Hell yeah! I mean, shit, yeah. You know, more more power to the old man. I mean, no doubt about that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, at least he knows who he's married to. He knows where he is, okay? He doesn't say, well, I'm in Alaska, but, uh, oh, oh, Florida. Oh, that's right. So you see, and that's not a joking matter, okay? You don't sit up there and joke about that kind of shit. 
Because if you do, even if it's a joke, which we know with, with Sleepy Joe, it's not a joke because it's true. You don't do that because the first thing people's going to think, what? This motherfucker don't even know where he is, and you're going to you want me to vote him for president? <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's like me sitting there. here and saying, "Welcome to another edition of CNN." Uh, wait a minute, no, this is yeah, that, I, this is Firefox News Online. This is not CNN. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. I'd, no. I'd fucking I'd fucking laugh you out the goddamn door, George. If you said that, <laughs> literally. What the fuck are you talking about? What you got? What is? What the fuck's wrong with you? Your brain short circuit or something? <laughs> exactly. Oh, People would think I lost my friggin' mind. Okay. Yeah, you lost your fucking friggin' mind if you said that. And remember, this takes up to remembering he suffered brain problems back in the eighties. He had two surgeries for brain swelling or clots or whatever. And his own fucking doctor, and I remember reading it, said that he would never be the same person again. No, I, I remember reading articles about that too, problems and they go in there. Yeah, okay, yeah. See, so I'm not the only one that's seen it. I, no. Other people have seen it. I read so the articles, and, and when his doctor said like he would that, never be that, the same again, I was like, oh, shit. Oh shit! Triple oh shit! Okay, it's just not an oh shit. You know, and he was in the Senate at the shit. time, wasn't he? Quadruple. Yeah. So he, that right there should have barred him. He should have been. He should have been told he needed to retire. He need. He should have never have been vice president because of that. You have to have somebody that has their mind, that has their, you know, their sense about them. Like President Trump. You don't see him going around threatening anybody, do you? No, I don't know. No. It's the same thing. I mean, well, George, obviously you don't wear a gun, but I do. Okay? It's the same thing if I went out there and started threatening people with a, with my gun. Okay? How long How long do you think that I'd be uh, not behind bars? <laughs> uh, Literally? You'd be, you'd, you'd, be you'd be seeing the inside of a jail cell so fast that, that your shoes wouldn't... <laughs> Your shoes would take a week to catch up with you. Hey, you're damn right. So you can't do that, okay? You can't go out there and threaten people with a gun or with nuclear missiles. I mean, what's the difference? Hell, they can kill them. either one can kill you just as dead, okay? Uh, walking around like that, you'd be a fucking fool. Somebody would have to lock me up if I fucking tried that, and they would. You, literally, they would. That's against the law, okay? Well, this is kind of against the law, too. You can't have a senile mental case running the country and with his finger on those buttons or that, and that nuclear code. That's mm -hmm. very dangerous. Toledo. Wow. You want to hear the New York story real fast? Sure. Why not? I'll put it in the, oops, yep, here. I'll put it in the chat room. I think here in the, in Mixler. Remember what I said long time ago that that DARPA was making these robots, mm -hmm. and you even seen it you know, ones that were opening the door and and hey there, Mister Robot, come on. And another robot is talking to this motherfucker. Oh, come on there, cutie pie robot, come on in here. I'll hold the door open for you. Remember that fucking video? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
and the uh, and the robotic cows, I guess they call them, that the military is developing, <laughs> and that fucking one that you can go up there and kick, and the motherfucker will fall down and get back up on its own power. Remember that little mm-hmm. that little Mister Stud? <laughs> I was like, guess what who the fuck is that now? all about? Yeah, guess who's got one now? New York Police Department. Oh my god! Watch that uh, video. Wait a minute. This, this is from Vice dot com. They're not exactly but the sharpest knives in the drawer, but let me take a look at this. Well, here. I know that. I know that, but. But the video will a, a video is worth a thousand words. And this is from, oh this my is actual from, God! I'm looking at the still image of this. Let me let me let me put this uh, still image up on the screen here because uh, this is this is going to literally uh, have people going. Huh? Knock your socks off. Yeah. So I'll I'll yeah. put the I'll put this the screenshot up first. Yeah yeah yeah. All right, now hang on, folks. Hang on to hang on to your bloomers, because what you're about to see is like, uh, really? Uh, here we go. Here it is. Don't ask me what it's supposed to be, but we'll find out when I read the story. <laughs> this is gonna. This is. <laughs> oh my god! If I saw something like this. I mean, just looking at this thing, holy fuck, man, come on. Are you for real? All right, so let me, uh... <laughs> uh, let's see here, uh, da-ding, there, I'll put, I'll even put the image up on the screen while I read this, so, so people see the, uh, the shot there, and it's, uh... oh, brother. Oh, I can't do that because it'll show the story. Uh, oh, well, it was a thought. A passing thought, but okay, here goes nothing. Uh, so the NYPD sent a creepy robotic dog into a Bronx apartment building. Digi-dog definitely won't haunt your dreams, is the, the lower caption, the lower... Uh, headline there oh my god this this is oh i knew that they were they were looking for new types of technology for to help with law enforcement but this takes the cake all right so the, the largest police department in the country deployed its new canine companion into a Bronx apartment building while responding to a home invasion early Tuesday morning. But this particular canine wasn't as cute, cuddly, or even furry like its mammalian colleagues. Instead, this good boy features four metal and rubber legs, a face only perhaps only a Cylon could love, and all the grace of a murderous, time-traveling cyborg. Meet DigiDog, the New York City Police Department's first robotic dog. 
The department's new canine toy comes courtesy of Boston Dynamics, the folks who brought you all of those cool, albeit slightly concerning, videos of, robo of robots opening doors and doing backflips. Digidog can navigate upstairs, run up to three and a half miles per hour, and even talk. Soon, it will be able to open doors on its own. <laughs> I don't I, I had to read that I had to read that with almost an announcer's voice <laughs> it's like meet Digidog the New York City Police Department's first robotic dog. The department's new canine toy comes courtesy of Boston Dynamics, the folks who brought you all of those cool, albeit slightly concerning, videos of robots opening doors and doing backflips. Digidog can navigate upstairs, run up to three and a half miles per hour, and even talk. Soon, it will be able to open doors on its own. I feel like I'm reading for uh, a, a bad a, a bad line for for super for for super dog or some shit. Oh God, are they fucking for real? I mean, seriously. I mean, I look at this thing and uh, let me put this back up on the screen here again. And, I mean, this is the Digidog, folks. At, at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, if they make a mistake and somebody's, you know, half asleep and goes, what the fuck is this? You are under arrest. You are under arrest. You are under arrest. You are under arrest, 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 arrest. I can see that thing fucking malfunctioning while talking to somebody. Well, oh yeah. my god, that's here. Here is even more the dangerous part of it. Okay, I told you, and I told you, and I told you, and I told you a long time ago. Just wait. Until they get the AI in it, artificial intelligence. Well, that, okay, that's the and scary. This is just a precursor. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. This is just a precursor. They are perfecting the body right now, the electronics, the movement, the gyros, all this stuff that makes this thing walk and talk, and you know, maybe hump your leg. That's probably next. But wait till they get that. And this is, it looks like they're pretty goddamn close. They're so fucking close. It's scary. Now they're going to start uh, uh, working on the artificial intelligence part of it. Okay. That's when you better start fucking worrying. Okay. Now, even this, since it's remotely controlled, it's like a remote controlled airplane or a drone. Okay. When are they going to start putting a gun on it? Let that one think sink in for a minute. Uh, <laughs> when are they going to start arming this thing? Uh, listen, hmm. Gunslinger, uh, I'll tell you something, brother. Just when you said about watching, it may get the 
the, the, the ability to hump your leg. I, I, I got this really, really freaky image in the in my head of this robotic dog, this digi dog, coming up to me and jumping up on my leg and humping my leg and my leg gets shattered in three in three or four different fucking places because the thing hey, doesn't know its own hey, strength. Hey. hey, some of them chicks out there are into bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, I just Oh my god. No, oh god. You know, I I I know I keep saying we'd like to have it's a little bit of fun along the way, but this is getting got, this is getting out of hand. It's got it's got variable speeds, it's got variable lengths, and by god, it can shoot in more one ways than the other. <laughs> I, you know, I, I can picture Cherokee Rose right now sitting sitting there watching this on, on Periscope and going, oh, my God, a digi dog? Are you – what the hell? What, 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 when, it does, when it does its when, – when, when, when an actual canine does its, does its job and does it well, you know, obviously they're going to give it a treat or something, right? So they'll give it a dog biscuit or something like that, maybe, you know? What do you give a digi dog? George, George, is this is this another new form of the doggy position? <laughs> oh shit, not to go there. Oh my god. <laughs> he, did, he did, folks. He actually went there. Oh my god, somebody give me an aspirin. We are in the twilight zone now, folks. I got tears now. God damn it. It's Digidog. That's right, Digidog. Man's Man. best Did friend. Holy Woman's shit. best friend. Yes. <laughs> so. Oh, God. I can't stop laughing. My stomach's laughing so hard. Oh. Oh, God. My sides are starting to ache. We're laughing too much. Oh, shit. Oh, oh my dude, god, that's that's fucking hilarious, time. man. But it, but honestly, folks, if you think about it, I mean, you saw that you saw what it looks like, okay? This this fucking thing. Yeah. Honestly, uh, wow, man. I mean, well, hang on a second well, here. I, I got to pull that image up one more thing. time. This, this is. Oh, this is just too will it, will it be, freaky. Will, will it be? Will it be? Will it be humping Digi Girl next? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my God! Oh shit! Yes. Uh, here, here, here! I, I enlarge. I, I, I kind of increase the size of the image to show it on camera better. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, there, there there was a TV series called Babylon Five, 
Okay. Yeah. And in the later yeah. parts of the series, uh, you had Tracy Scoggins uh, playing a captain. Well, they, they, there, there was a digital brothel on the station, a oh, digital shit. brothel. No shit. I kid you not. All the women dressed rather scantily, I might add, were were all digitals. You had to wear this special suit in order to interact with them and everything. And it, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this fucking thing, and I'm thinking, what if they? What if they? When you said digital women, I'm like, oh my god, this is, this is a scary thought. Walk into a walk into a whorehouse and have and and have. And have robotic women with with rubber boobs that works. Hey. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, you know, hey, George, 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 you wouldn't need KY. You know what you would need? WD forty. Lube it up, baby. Okay, oh okay, I got now. I got tears in my eyes from laughing so much. Jesus, oh god, that's too funny. Oh man, oh <laughs> shit. Okay, I gotta get my listen. I gotta get my composure <laughs> back because I'm I, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to at least give some semblance of professionalism, <laughs> but I can't do that. What's this? <laughs> Oh my God! Can you believe? Oh my! Oh, this is it! Wow! <laughs> oh my God! That's freaking hilarious! Oh, uh, Gunslinger, you 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 brought something to the table tonight that really wow! That was perfect. I should have been a comedian. My God! <laughs> yeah, but that was, that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> How you, I, how you my like name is Digi Dog. Huh? Yeah. yeah, I can see it now. It walk it, 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 when kids walk up to it. You know, the, the the handlers for actual canines have to be, you know, have to give the children permission before they can pet <laughs> the dogs and everything else, right? Um I remember uh one time in my hometown, uh we we're down I was down at the Riverfront Green Park, which is by the train station. And they had this, um, they had, the, they had the canine unit there. Well, you know, he had a bunch of children down there and stuff. There was, you know, there was a, some event going on at the time and these small children wanted to pet the canine. Well, the, the handler said, just got to wait a minute. I got to make sure he understands that you're, that you're a friendly, that you're a friendly child. That canine, with one command, put his head down and let the children pet him, you know, nice and gentle. Because he told the handler said, you know, just be gentle, pet him nice, you know. And this one child wanted to hug him, and the handler gave him another command, allowing the child to hug him. And the parents got a picture with the the handler, the canine, and and their child. And I thought it was absolutely a, a beautiful thing. But can you imagine, honest to God, folks, can you imagine somebody having their child standing next to a digi-dog, getting their picture, petting a digi-dog? 
would be the most ridiculous thing you ever saw. But so this is is this the NYPD's answer to uh, canine dogs because you know canine actual canines are considered police officers. They are considered police officers. They even get uh, a police funeral, a department, a departmental funeral, the whole bit when they're killed in the line of duty. Uh, when they, if they survive their their tour of duty, when they when they retire, well, nine times out of ten, if the handler doesn't have a dog at home, they're allowed to actually take the dog home with them. Unless another handler wants to first, so they you know they kind of put it up you know amongst the the canine handlers for that precinct. Who wants to? Who, who would like to adopt adopt our, our 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 retiring comrade, our retiring friend here? And it's you know it, it's a beautiful thing because you know those canines are are well trained. They are very well trained. But is this going to replace? Actual living, breathing canines. I hope to God not. You know, laughing. It's all fun, all fun laughs and everything, folks. But the reality is, if this is the kind of shit that's going to replace canines, welcome to Terminator. Yeah, you know, well, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's definitely funny. But like I said, when I was, I was when I said in the first part of it, before the kinkiness shit kicked mm-hmm. in. <laughs> but and you started but, that. I, like so. I said, yeah, I know I started that. Yeah, blame me. Uh, when these things and they will put guns on them, put weapons on them, either lethal weapons. Well, they'll, they'll. Oh yeah, they may start out with. You know, maybe a taser. Taser can be mounted on one of them things very easily. Just mm-hmm. digi dog thing. I'm sure it can. Uh, I doubt it. Bean shotgun. Yeah, one of them bean a shotgun. Bean bag deals. Gun. It can be mounted on bean bag, yeah. Or a real deadly weapon can be mounted on it and remotely fired. That is the danger part. Oh, my God. I mean, can you imagine this thing? coming at you and they'll probably make it bulletproof. Yeah, I don't know if this one's bulletproof yet. Yet. Hear me out. Yet. Y-E-T. There's a lot of yets so, in this. It's a yeah, but the way to... I mean, look at this technology. Did, did you ever hear of anything like this 10 years ago? I damn sure didn't. I damn sure did not hear anything like this 10 years ago. Now, when I back in the day, eighty four, eighty five, when I went to two years electronic school, it'd be a board changer. Never did got into it, but I, I went to two years. Okay, I knew when I went when I finished. I graduated because I graduated top half of my class. Okay, I knew. I said, just wait. From what I seen at that time, eighty four, eighty five. Okay, right out of high school, I graduated eighty three. Okay. When I got out of that fucking that two year course, I thought, man, just wait. What I seen and what I learned there of how the technology would be advancing. Mm-hmm. Okay, look what you see. Was I right? Yep. 
I was right. And this is this this is just the precursor. What I said a while ago. This is just an experiment. And yeah, okay, let's see what this thing can do. And how can we improve it? Oh boy, ay 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 ay. This is this is very dangerous. You might want to say, "Kiss your freedom goodbye." Can you imagine this motherfucker pulling you over in a remotely controlled car with a remotely controlled cop? Oh wait a minute, they're already doing that. Did you hear about that? I read the last year or something that they somewhere here in the United States that they can, it's a, it's, I don't know if it's a cop in the car, you get, the cop's still in the car, but the cop pulls you over. He pulls up the side of you and this little robot comes up to your window with his little pretty little picture and your picture there. He's behind bulletproof glass. Okay. You know, and he, uh, like a traffic stop. Only he's on camera, on a screen right there. Can I say your papers, please? And he'll write you out a fucking ticket, the whole fucking nine yards. Pretty as you please. Go look it up. You don't believe me? Go look it up. Go ahead. I've, <laughs> heard, I've heard stories about that, Gunslinger. I have. I've, I've heard I've heard stories about that, and I, I've, I've actually looked into it. So it's it's no surprise. They're, 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 the digital age is upon us so much so that uh, you know, people don't realize, you know, okay, like like the digi dog thing. Okay, we can sit here and laugh and joke about it all we want, but let's look at the reality here. Okay, they have it started. When you think about it, look, look go back years ago. It started with um, with ro- with with uh, robots for the bomb squad. Okay, those those those. Those those robots that they send in to not disarm the bomb, but to encase the bomb in 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 some sort of container, right, and move it so that it, it they get it out of there, wherever it is. But they have robots, that, remote control robots that they use in bomb squads. So it started there. All right, by remote control. Now these, that canine uh, could have a, a partial form of artificial intelligence because for it to do the things that it needs to do, yes, it has to be programmed just like a computer does. But at the same time, you're talking yeah. about a, you're talking about a, 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 a tool. This is basically a tool. Okay? But that tool can be upgraded. Like you were saying, it could be they could they could mount a, a taser on it, or a uh, a weapon that fires rubber bullets, you know, or God forbid, yep. live ammunition. Okay, live ammunition. The the the, the 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 possibilities are endless with these things. Yep. The danger side of this, okay, and and this is something I cannot stress enough. The dangerous side of this is when you have robots that will walk up to your car and i've seen the videos for this by the way i've actually seen videos for this so i know i've, I've done i've done my homework on that too where the, the where this where this robot goes up to your car and asks for your driver's license and registration and you put it in it opens a like a like a door or something it may have a door a lid that opens up and you place them in in the in the device it scans both documents and then you you're allowed to take them back and so forth and 
it's running your information. Okay? Now, these, these kind of robots, um, you know, they're f that's fine to a point. But let me tell you something right now. That's fine up to a point. Because law enforcement officers have a very dangerous job. We know that. It's a dangerous job. Every day that they put on that uniform, that they put on that badge, that gun, and they're, and they're out there in the public eye. Okay? When you, pull, when you get pulled over by a cop, and I had this happen to me. I don't know if it happens all the time, but I had it happen to me twice when I was driving my own vehicle. The cop would actually have his hand resting with the palm, the palm of his hand resting on top of his weapon as he's walking up to the vehicle, especially at night. Okay? Yeah. And he will stand back behind your driver's door. Now, as he's walking up, before he even leaves his cruiser, and this has happened, this happens too, especially at night, they take that that floodlight, you know, that, that searchlight, and they angle it in such a way so that it reflects off both your uh, door, your, the mirror on your door, and your rear view mirror inside the vehicle. You're blinded. You can't see. Yep. yep. I've had it happen. I know. I, I went through this shit, and it scared the fuck out of me. Because I didn't know what was whether that was an actual cop or not. But it was. And yep. he had his hand on, on top of his weapon. And he asked, and he said, yep. take out your driver's license and your, and your registration and hold them both outside your window. That scared the fuck out of me. I'll tell you that right now. It scared the fuck out of me. So knowing that cops get shot just trying to issue a traffic summons, you know, a traffic ticket, putting a robot like that up there mm -hmm. instead of a, a live human being may be okay for that sort of situation, but not having robots doing every fucking thing. You know? Mm -hmm. Working, having a robot mm -hmm. for the bomb squad, that's fine. Having a robot maybe for mm -hmm. traffic stops, in, you know, especially in high-profile cities, major metropolitan cities, that's fine. But when you start now replacing live canines with robotic canines, now I'm starting to wonder, how long will it be before you replace actual people with robots fully? doing law enforcement. That's the scary side of this. I mean, I know that people are going to be sitting there watching this, listening to me on the radio side and watching me on the video side and going, holy fuck, George, are you, have you become a conspiracy theorist now? But when you look at some of this stuff that's out there, that's being operated in today's digital age, it's not conspiracy theory. It's a concern on my part because the possibilities with robotics are endless and that's a frightening thought in and of itself <clears throat> it really is but let's 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 look at let's look at the logic here also the logic of this <clears throat> if they're smart and if they're wise 
the people that are proposing these things and actually implementing these things on a trial basis, if they really put their heads, you know, the, screw on the screw their thinking caps on good and tight, and actually think about exactly <clears throat> what the implications the uh, of this is. You know what 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 are the the full implications of robotics in in law enforcement? Um, the the permutations are endless. Well, well, the only the only problem with that is, is they're not going to do that. Okay, they're not going to do it. They see this technology as like, well, this is God. Okay. You know how they act. You know how not all of them, but there's a there's a number percentage that act just like jackbooted thugs. Okay, they think they're God. <clears throat> they want a few notches on their guns. Okay, gun guns, whatever. I mean, these people <clears throat> are Gestapo. They're not cops. Hitler would be proud of them. Okay. Mm. When you see this all the time, I mean, you see, you go on on YouTube and it's actual fucking people, you know, videoing shit of this fucking thug in uniform tearing apart this family car looking for something, just looking for something. Oh, yeah. I mean, just looking for something. As the the fucking kids sit out and fucking on the hot fucking pavement and and the husband and wife in handcuffs and did a tear or down to the fucking almost to the frame. Okay. That's bullshit. Okay. When you have these counties or counties, even cities, and I, you go on YouTube, they're actually fucking documented videos of <clears throat> they, they're having a contest between these, these counties and everything of who can take and steal the most money. I thought that was highway robbery. You get, oh, you, you want to go to, three counties over and, and you want to buy this nice fucking four wheel drive and you got 15, 20,000 bucks cash on you. You, and you, oops, you changed lanes wrong and you get pulled over and this motherfucker steals your fucking money. Good luck getting it back. It cost you that much. You got down with attorney's fees by the time and probably five years later. Oh okay? yeah. If you even got a penny of it back. Okay. This has happened. This is not me saying this could happen. This has taken place more than once. There's a bunch of fucking times, okay? So, like I said before, I've said this for years, you give a person a badge and the authority that it goes with it, his head gets as big as fucking the state of Texas, okay? I've seen it all too many times. I've sat there and I've watched it. I mean, this this is this this is ridiculous. Okay, so when you have this type of mentality and this give a fuck, I'm God. You're going to do what I say. You're going to be on your knees. You're going to kiss my ass, type of shit. Now, do they have a do they have a hell of a fucking bad job? Yes, they do. Do they have to go after really bad motherfuckers? Yes, they do. I wouldn't want their fucking job. Okay, the the scum of the scum of society. Yes, they do. Who else is going to do it? Okay. But they get paid to do this. I don't see, I don't, I've never heard of anybody being just a volunteer. Well, I'm just going to go out there and just do it for the hell of it, you know? 
and risk getting shot at, spit on, killed, ran over. I mean, the the list goes on. <laughs> the list goes on. But they do it for a paycheck. I mean, it's a dangerous job. Yes, firemen are have a dangerous job. Electricians, for God's sakes, have a dangerous job. I did it for twenty fucking years in the field. Okay, that was did I was I a pencil pusher in a nice safe little in front of an office or at a desk? No, I was out there working on live shit that could French fry you faster than a fucking heartbeat. Okay, dangerous occupations. Okay, and cops are one of them. Well, we get paid to do that kind of stuff, to, to do that and to respond and to, to what the cops do. You know, you, they, they don't they don't get they're not there just to. Well, you know, well, maybe, you know, them kids are getting shot in that fucking school and they're, oh, well, I'm scared to go in. Oh, me. <laughs> Let's wait till the shooting starts and about 50 of them dead. Okay, no problem. You know, like they did, those county sheriffs did, I think it was in Florida. They mm. stood there with a finger up their asses while kids were getting shot and killed. I couldn't live with myself, George. I would have to say, fuck you, I'm going in with bullets fucking flying. I will nail that motherfucker before he has time to kill any more kids. You do the same thing, I'm sure. Anybody out there that would, that has a half a brain in their goddamn head would do that, especially if you carry a gun. Even if you're not a cop, man, you don't even have to be a cop. Just like me, <clears throat> I carry a gun, okay? If I seen some, some person that was <clears throat> being robbed or a woman that was being raped and I had my gun, would I run? No. I'd be right there on it because I couldn't live with myself. If I did not, I have the tool on my side. Hell, I got it on me right now to stop a heinous crime from being committed. Are you, are you a mouse and you're going to run or you're going to be a man and do something about it? Go ahead. Well, uh, you see the one in the, yeah, I I saw that. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not going to comment on that just yet. I'm going to behave myself. You know, I'm. I'm still. My 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 gut's still hurting from laughing so hard from from before. So I'm. I'm going to try to refrain from laughing too much right now because my tummy is hurting, and it's not fair. Well, I'll tell you what, and I I just I just saw this tweet on my cell phone. Uh, I, I'm not going to waste time trying to find it on Twitter itself. So here it is, folks. I follow I follow some of the the, the big shot Democrats just to see what they what they're saying on Twitter. Well, Nancy Pelosi, okay, just about uh, just about uh, around six thirty tonight, posted the following on on Twitter. She says, last summer, George Floyd spoke his final words, I can't breathe, and changed the course of our nation's history. Today, the House is honoring his life and the lives of all killed by police brutality by reintroducing the George Floyd Justice in Policing Act. Okay? Let that, let that set in for just a second, because there's more. Despite mass protests... A renewed focus on the crisis of racial injustice. The epidemic of police brutality continues. We will not stop fighting until this legislation becomes law 
and our children no longer fear losing their fathers, mothers, and loved ones to senseless murder. Okay? Now, there is an image, and it says what the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act entails. Addresses systemic racism, curbs police brutality, holds police accountable, bans chokeholds, stops no-knock warrants, ends the qualified immunity doctrine, combats racial profiling, prevents police misconduct. Okay? Now, let me just start right off the bat. That very first thing says, addresses systemic racism. All right? The other night, I brought up how white is, you know, basically racism against whites is happening now more than ever before, okay? And racism in any form, whether it's against white, black, Hispanic, Asian, doesn't matter. Racism is racism and it's wrong. But now... Being white is a minority. Basically, a minority that is to be uh, racially profiled, racially attacked, racially... So, basically, the, 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 the coin has flipped. The coin is, has flipped over. And I'm sorry... But when you've got companies like McDonald's punishing their executives uh, because they hired too many white men, really? When you've got things that, you know, when you've got people actually uh, saying, you know, that, you know, White people are are this or that or the other, using racial terminology. They're forgetting <laughs> what happened in the 30s, 40s, and even in the 50s, and at times in the 60s too. Well, guess what? It was happening in the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s, and in the early 2000s, where Hispanics, Blacks, Asians and a small number of whites were all being racially attacked at every level. <coughs> so this this here <coughs> this here is ridiculous. I'm sorry. Yes, what happened to George Floyd is tragic. I'm not saying it, it is it, what it, that it wasn't tragic. It should never have happened. That cop should never have put his knee into that man's neck like he did. And those cops should have been thrown off the force, behind bars, under the jail. But to criminalize every cop? No. That's, 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 that's giving criminals too much leverage. <clears throat> 
Okay? It really is. Mm. And for her to sit there and say, let me pull this back up here. Shit. I did it. I did it again. Ah, fuck. I got, it, it disappeared. Damn. And for her to, to turn around and talk about the protests of last summer, those weren't protests, Miss Pelosi. Those were violent rioters. Those were violent looters. They attacked everybody, police. They attack, I hate to say it, but they even attack white people in the process. You know, in the black community, there are, there are, there are some, some of them in the black community that are saying they want reparations for slavery. In 20 years, ladies and gentlemen, I give it 20 years, not even, I give it 10 years. Are whites going to be calling for reparations for the systemic racism that they're being combat they're being battered with on a daily basis? Because the Democrats failed to do anything about the violent extremist pro- nonsense that went on during the summer of 2020? I've said this so many times and I'm I'm you know I'm getting tired of repeating myself but I'm going to keep repeating myself on this because it has to be said. I don't give two fucking flips if you're white, black, Asian, Hispanic or pink with purple fucking polka dots. For those of you watching on the video platforms. This is my test kit. For, for my diabetes. When I take this little gizmo, it's called it's it's called it, it, it's called a lancet and it's it's called a it's for it's for the lancets. When I in, when I stick my finger to draw blood for a sample so I can get the reading on what my blood sugar is, okay? When the blood comes out of my finger, it's red. When a, when a person, when a black person, a Hispanic person, an Asian person does the same thing, the blood comes out of their finger, what color is it? <clears throat> Red. Okay? I've got two eyes, two ears, nose, and yes, I do have a big mouth. Oh, fucking well. I've got lungs, I've got lungs, liver, kidney, heart. Don't have a spleen anymore, but you get the idea. For the guys, we've got the baseball and two. The, 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 we got the two baseballs and the bat. And for the ladies, we've got we we've got the um, well to put it to, to put it in golf in golfing terms. We have the uh, they they have the first hole where every where every golfer has to putt to finish that, that 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 round that hole okay i'm trying to be delicate here folks i know it's not easy we've got two arms two legs 10 fingers 10 toes the only thing that separates me 
from someone who's black or Asian or Hispanic is the color of my skin. And I don't see skin color. I refuse to look at a person and, 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 and you know, demean them based on their skin color. That's demeaning, degrading, and disgusting. The three D's. Demeaning, disgusting. Now, you, you heard what I said. I'm, I'm so freaking pissed off with this nonsense anymore. We are all members of one race. It's called the human race. And when people finally wake the fuck up and realize that systemic racism can be stopped just by acknowledging and recognizing that we are all human beings, members of the human race, then we can start actually living our lives in peace, not in pieces. America, don't hire someone because they're black. Don't hire someone because they're white. Don't hire them because they're Asian or Hispanic. You hire them because they have the qualifications and the skills necessary to do the job. Police officers, nationwide, whether you're a local, county, or state, when you pull someone over, it doesn't matter if they're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, or pink with purple polka dots. They're human beings. You treat everyone the same. If you can't do that, hang up your uniform, tender your resignation, turn in your badge and, and, and your weapon, and leave the police force. December will mark 40 years in the volunteer fire service. Firemen don't see race when they're trying to save people's lives in a burning building. Emergency medical technicians, paramedics, they don't see race when they're trying to save a life. They see a human being. Why is it so hard to understand that concept? Why is it that I can sit here and see it for myself? I'm not blind. I'm not deaf, and I'm sure the fuck not dumb. Is this a concept that's so alien and foreign to common sense thinking that we have to sit here and listen to people like Nancy fucking drunk-ass Pelosi introduce a law that makes white criminal This law better apply to everyone, or it's a or, or it's garbage. But I don't think it does. Seriously, I don't think it does. Gunslinger, your thoughts. Well, you know, this is this is reality talking. There's always going to be racism, okay? Whether you like it or not, as long as they, as long as there are people that have and and there are people that have not. 
the have-nots are always going to try to take from the people that have. But yeah, it's been that way through history. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not making this shit up. Go, go look at the crime statistics for the past. Well, ever since hell, ever since they started, you know, writing the records down. Huh. They're always going to be this type of people, you know, because it's called greed. It's because, well, you got it, so why can't I have it? And I and I want it, and I'm going to steal it from you. And that's racism. I mean, well, you know, what about you getting along with everybody? Well, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. Nice thought, no doubt. Now, if we had a, uh, you know, a perfect society, okay, where everybody's just happy-go-lucky and, you know, kissing each other all the time, well, now, okay, that might work, okay. But as long as there's this, I've seen it my entire life, through grade school, through through junior high, high school, and the real thing called life, out in the real world, okay, out on the fucking job. Boy, you don't think there's racism out there on them fucking jobs, especially construction sites? <laughs> yeah, go hang around one for a little bit and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. There's racism in every fucking thing that you can imagine, whether it's construction jobs, whether it's an office job. I don't care if it's all male staff. I don't care if it's all female staff. I don't care what it is. As long as these things exist in this society... There's always going to be that. Okay. I guess it's racism because all these people are in jail and prison. I guess that's racism, huh? The blacks, for example, then it makes up a large majority of the people that are incarcerated. Go look up their own fucking statistics. Okay. Proves it right there. Why are they in there? Okay. What did they do? Well, and there's not, and I'm not saying it's not white crime. Yes, there is, and all the other ones. There, those are the, those are the, those are crime too. Okay, but the ones that have the most in jail is the black population. Go look at any prison. Oh, that and the Mexicans, blacks first, Mexicans, then whites, and everybody else. Okay, uh, haven't you ever heard of black gangs in prisons? Um, Mexican gangs in prison. Go look it up on YouTube. They are documentaries where people have studied this shit. And put it to you right there. The uh, the gangs of L.A. and the all that other stuff, they, they actually shoot each other over racism. Okay? There's another example of racism. There, hell, there's gangs in Dallas, Texas, 22 miles where I'm sitting, north of me right now. Them some bitches will kill a Mexican person, the blacks, and vice versa. That's racism. If they, if that wasn't racism, then they'd be all smoochy smoochy with each other, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's not the case. Not the case. We have an area in Dallas up there. It's called Oak Cliff. Okay, it's a very old part of town. It's probably probably one of the original areas. When Dallas was first founded, God, back in the early 1800s, I guess. Okay, my parents lived in that area. Okay, back hmm, 60s, early, early 60s, probably 60 or 61, not even late in the 50s, late 50s, maybe. And <clears throat> the black population started pro- procreating in that area. Okay, they moved out to the soda. Okay, that's that's where the homestead out there was. Okay. Because of that reason, they didn't want to put, they didn't want no part of it, of all the filth, of all the damn crime that was starting to 
populate in that area. Mm-hmm. And even today, well, actually, say, give it 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, that same area, okay, it's called Oak Cliff, okay, you can go Google it, you can go maps, go it, whatever, was mainly black, okay? It was it was majority black in that area, okay? How I know, because I had to go down there on one of the streets down there to the city of Dallas to get the goddamn permits, for the electrical jobs that I were that I was doing, okay. So I I, I worked all over in that area, okay. Oh boy, <laughs> know that area well, okay. Something happened, okay. The Mexicans started moving in, okay. Now when the blacks were had everything in that area, made the fucking streets. I mean, it was a long street, like three miles long. It had you know lease spaces on both sides of the, of the street, and it had businesses and everything. There for a while, they they boarded up. There was old junk cars laying in the fucking in the in the parking lots and overgrown lots and and boarded up graffiti on the fucking outside of these businesses that were once prominent businesses back in the day. When the Mexicans moved in, they moved the blacks out. Believe it or not, oh <laughs> yeah, go up there right now. The same fucking road, street where all these businesses was. They're still there. Different owners now, obviously. Uh, is they're they're spotless, they're immaculate. Same place where I went to get the fucking permits when I was doing electrical work down there, city of Dallas. Okay, the streets are clean, the buildings are painted. No junk cars, no weeds growing up in the fucking lots. Everything is damn. I, I went down there. Probably, well, hell, it's probably been five years ago now. When I got first got my uh, SSI, I had to go down there to a pawn shop, or not a pawn shop, but a check cashing place to get my check or cash my back payment thing check. And I and I'm going. I said, my God, are we still in Oak Cliff? <laughs> I mean, I was just, I was just, I was blown away. But the, they moved the blacks out here in the suburbs around around the Dallas area. So yeah, until that stops. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna get rid of racism. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a good thought, it's a good theory. You know, just like we have in the electrical trade, engineering trade, and all that shit. It it it's it's a theory, and in in theory, hell, it's perfect. But when you go out there and start doing stuff that you're supposed to have learned in the book and come up with your own two and your own your own noggin here, and then you start applying it in the real world, guess what? It don't necessarily every time go the way you want it to. Okay. I learned the book learning. Okay. With the electrical trade, the engineering, the, the electrical theory, all that shit. And you know, wow, that's a, hmm, that's a, that's a, that's a sharp subject there. But when you got out into the real world, okay, actual hands on shit, and you ran into problems that didn't, guess what? They didn't cover in the book. <laughs> so you kind of had to engineer things. Did it a zillion times, okay? And I'm thinking, wait a minute. That book that I studied from cover to cover, the electrical theory, the electrical engineering, the, the, the AC, DC theory, all that shit, physics, physical electricity and everything. Wait a minute, this problem's not in here. Now what? You know, it's like the... Very last episode of the Roadrunner when, you know, he's held up that sign and said, now what? He's got the Roadrunner. Now he holds up a sign saying, now what? Aye, aye, aye. Same thing. Just different circumstances. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> 
Well, one of the, one of the things that uh, one of the well one of the reasons why I say what I said in regards to race and everything is because a lot of people, you know, a lot of folks. You and I have you you me Iggy Mom. By the way, Iggy Mom, how you doing, dear? I wasn't ignoring you. <clears throat> I, but uh, she said hi. She said hello, gents. Uh, a while ago, and uh, I do want to make sure that uh, she knows that I did see her. I even said hi to her in, in, in through the chat. So, uh, as far as uh, D Live, <clears throat> but what I said, you know, it comes from an upbringing. It comes from living in a predominantly black neighborhood. Okay. I even before even with my, all of mom's uh, uh, in, uh, teaching growing up, you know, person has to a person, especially when you become a teenager, you start you start really thinking about you know the world you live in and the people in that mm -hmm. are in that world with you, and. Yes, I've met a lot of really wonderful folks in the black community, and I've met some real dirtbags too. But I've met a lot of wonderful people in the white community, and I've met dirtbags in it too. Same goes for the Hispanic and Asian communities. But let me bottom line this, okay? The, the fact is, you know, I, have, I, I grew up with a father who used the N-word like, like it was a commonplace thing to call somebody that. But the only person that got his ass kicked all over Peekskill for it was me. <clears throat> I remember one time getting picked up bodily, thrown into a dirt parking lot full of dirt, rocks, and broken glass. And I managed to get away from the guy. And when I walked in the house, my mother took one look at the cuts, the cuts and everything on my face and on my on my arms and stuff. And she got scared. She got scared because her son was was beaten like that. And it happened not even five minutes after my father, in a drunken rage and rant, called the same person the N-word. And my stomach did somersaults every time he did because I got so sick to my stomach hearing it. Now, I'm not saying my father was racist. Personally, I think he was just plain stupid for having done that. But when you're growing up in a predominantly black neighborhood and you're getting beat to a pulp because, because of a parent's big mouth, you start to realize, I don't want anything to do with what he's doing because that's not me. I'm not like him, and I know that. You come to the realization that if you're nothing like like a parent that's using terms that, that can cause bad blood between people, uh, sorry. Distant, I, I, I had one guy grab me by the shirt, ball up his fist, and get ready to punch me in the face. He said, your father said this about, and called me this. I said, well, then why don't you grab his shirt, ball up your fist, and punch him in the face? 
Don't punch me. I didn't do it. He let go of my shirt. He dropped his fist. My father comes out on the, on the porch and he's screaming up a bloody storm. I turn to my father and I say, will you shut up? Do you see what almost happened to me because of your big mouth? And as soon as I got in the house, I got called stupid, retarded, everything under the sun for talking to, to, for talking to him like that. Mom wasn't home. My siblings were nowhere around. It was just me and him. And this one lady that lived in the neighborhood, she got tired of me getting my ass kicked for it. And she started telling people all over the, all over the community, all over the neighborhood, leave George alone. He's not the problem. He didn't do it to you. He didn't say that to you. Leave him alone. I don't give a flying fuck what your skin color is. I really don't. We're human beings, damn it. We're human beings. And skin color doesn't matter to me at all. Why is it so hard for everyone else to see that? Why is it so hard for anyone to see that? We have brains in our heads. Let's use them. They're not there to, they're not, our, our heads are not on the top of our shoulders to look pretty. They house a thing called a brain. It's time to start using that brain. If you can't do that, if you're stuck on stupid and you want to commit to systemic racism, regardless of what race you're attacking, well, then I don't want to fucking know you. That's bottom line. If you're making fun of someone in the, if you're making fun of, of people in the black community by talking like a homeboy, just to make yourself look look important, look big. Stay the fuck away from me if I know you. Because I don't want to know you. That's kind of childish behavior that can get people pissed off. And understandably so. I will never, ever call someone the N-word. The day I do that, that's the day I deserve to get my ass beat to a fucking pulp. But I've never done it, and I never will. By the way, and I'm I'm saying the word on this broadcast, I've said it a couple of times on this broadcast, with this explanation. Years ago, they changed the definition, unfortunately, but the original definition of the word nigger is ignorant person. Black, white, Hispanic, or Asian. It doesn't matter. Yeah, there are some folks that might be ignorant of the fact that racism is stupid, it's pathetic, it's wrong. But to call them that, to call them that word is even worse. 
Now, I'm going to get off my soapbox. But before I do, I'm going to say this, and it better sink in, America, because I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired of, of politicians using race as a rallying platform for, their, for, for laws that make no sense, that have no equal justice. What I read tonight from Pelosi doesn't have anything it doesn't have anything to do with equal justice. It's unequal. But it doesn't matter to Democrats. Because they don't give a fuck. Because they want to look good to their constituents in the black community in the Hispanic community, the Asian community, and the white community. So they have to they have to placate to the masses. And that's what they do. And that's what this George Floyd Injustice Act or whatever the fuck they call it is all about. Unequal justice and playing to one playing one side against the other. And if you can't recognize that as part of this as part of his uh, as being part of systemic racism, uh, I don't know what to tell you. It's just that simple. Maybe I'm maybe I'm overstating it. But by God, I don't think so. I truly don't think so. So America, wake the fuck up before it's way too late. And it may already be. You know, I've 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 been doing this broadcast for so many years, and I've I've said this so many times. I should just put it on a fucking recording and play the recording every time. And maybe I'm maybe I am a little naive to think that there's a chance, a possibility that people will listen to what I'm saying and actually truly take it to heart. Hopeful optimism. I just don't know anymore as far as what to say. I don't know if I can say it any better than I've already done. It's up to you, America. It's up to you to make up your own mind. Take what I've said. Take it to heart. Because if I can sit here and say it openly on air, that race doesn't is not the issue, because we're all members of one race, the human race, there's got to be some people out there in America today that actually understand what I just said and believe what I said is true. 
that comments email address for those of you on the video platforms that you see on your screen. I'll tell you what. If you think I'm wrong, if you think that I'm dead wrong on this, I want you to write to me and tell me. And tell me how I'm wrong. Comments at firefoxnewsonline.com I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts tonight I will not receive any emails whatsoever on this subject. Not a one. I'm challenging you, America, to stand up. Stand with me when I say you want to stop systemic racism of all races? Let's spread the word of one race, the human race. Let's make that the predominant reality that it is. It's not conspiracy theory. It's not hearsay. It's a fact. So I'm challenging you, America. Prove me wrong. I don't think you can. Now, I'm going to, uh, I've got a clip here I'm going to play in a moment. But uh, in order to do that, however, I'm going to need to go in here. Go into my uh, stories folder on my browser. Because now i got to find it again. Oh, that was easy. The only one that's not in reader mode. You know, we've talked about on this broadcast how about the COVID-19 vaccines and everything. Well, less than 1% of, co of, of the COVID package is going to vaccines. And I want you to listen to this article, this, this item from One America News. Uh-oh, Gunslinger dropped. Yeah, I can actually type. <clears throat> uh, this is, wow. There he is. What happened, gun? You went poof. I don't know. I guess Skypey, Skippy is poofing me. Running to get some some uh, diamond dino dog here, I guess. Hell, I don't know. Digi <laughs> <laughs> dog. I keep saying it, gunslinger, and it bears repeating. Ever since Microshaft took over fucking Skype, it's been a nightmare. <laughs> of course, I don't have to tell you that. You know, I didn't touch anything. Yeah, yeah we don't have to touch a thing. I I could sit. Well, I, I, look, I'm gonna sit about a foot away from my desk. Okay, and if Skype were to drop right now, if my connection to Skype dropped right now, 
It's not because I touched anything. My hand, people watching me on the video platforms see my hands right in the <laughs> air. I'm holding my hands up. Don't drop. Oh, uh, yeah. So what I was saying is, uh, this art, this this clip from One American News, uh, speaks volumes. So let me put this clip in mo in play and. Uh, Check this out. This 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 was very interesting to listen to, especially uh, when when uh, Senator Roger Marshall, uh, a Republican from Kansas, is the one being interviewed here. So here we go. Senator Roger Marshall speaks out against the latest COVID relief package making its way through Congress, saying barely one percent of the money in that bill would go toward vaccines. One America's John Hines caught up with the Kansas lawmaker and has more from Washington. Uh, Senator Roger Marshall of Kansas wanted to talk to you a little bit about this COVID-19 relief package. Where is that? What's the timeline? Uh, when might the Senate be voting on? Well, we're hearing sometime in the next couple of weeks, we'll probably have the vote over here, maybe by the middle of March. But there's certainly a lot of concerns right now about the legislation we're looking at. A $2 trillion that President Biden wants to borrow from our grandchildren. And less than half of that is going to be spent on actual COVID relief. Instead, as you now know, earmarks are back. There's earmarks for Chuck Schumer and for Nancy Pelosi, both of them to have one a metro in, in San Francisco and one is a bridge from uh, Chuck Schumer's backyard into Canada. So it's pretty frustrating. <laughs> On the other hand, we want to make sure we get the help to the people that really need it. There's people out there that are hurting. Let's get the help to those folks. Of course, in addition to being a U.S. senator, you are a medical doctor. Talk about the percentage or the proportion of this package that's actually directed towards getting the vaccine out. Yeah, it looks to me like 1%, $20 billion are actually, is actually dedicated towards the vaccines. Look, I, I would spend any amount of money it took to get vaccines in people, but there's lots of good news out there for Americans to realize that, that look, President Biden's cold, dark, long winter is almost over. I see spring coming. Some really incredible news this past week that one vaccination, just one shot, is about 75 to 80% effective. I truly believe we can get herd immunity by April or May, that we're on our way to getting 3 million vaccinations per day. We have the infrastructure already in place to do that, so we could have 150 million Americans vaccinated by the end of March. And I think that a lot of us believe that 25, 50% of Americans have already had the virus. So that herd immunity is in reach and we need to be locked in on getting vaccinations in people's arms, getting people back to work and kids back to school. And you're of course a Senator from Kansas. We just had this cold spell. I know a lot of uh, people from Texas are in the news, but Kansas was also affected. What seems to be going on with uh, the availability of uh, fuels to heat uh, homes and provide electricity. This was a once in a generation event. It was sub zero, sub 32 degrees for 11 days, the longest cold snap we've seen since 1989. And because of that, it was so cold that wind energy stopped working. So 40% of the electricity in Kansas comes from wind energy. When it gets below 10 degrees, the hydraulics stop working. So we need to go back and fix those hydraulic systems as well. Coal is about 30% of our, of our electric uh, generation. Clean coal, 99% cleaner than it was a decade ago. But it was so cold that the coal was frozen together. We couldn't get at that. 
18% nuclear energy, so thank goodness we had some nuclear energy as well. What we need to be careful in this country is that we don't get government policy ahead of the technology and the natural resources that God has given us. Of course, the Biden administration is pursuing a, a green energy agenda, the Green New Deal. Uh, critics say sometimes the sun doesn't always shine, the wind doesn't always blow. Uh, is this sort of a demonstration that maybe some resources like uh, these uh, renewable resources perhaps are not as reliable and uh, maybe it's not as wise to be pursuing that green energy path as a lot of people may have thought in the past? Well, look, I, I, we can't get the cart ahead of the horse, right? And that's what I was referring to as the technologies and policies, I'm afraid, are getting out in front of, of, what we, of what we really have right now, that the policy is ahead of the technology and ahead of our available resources. So I think that this event greatly uh, demonstrates that we need to be careful what we wish for. I think that we do need an all-of-the-above energy policy. I'm so proud that we're at a 25-year low in carbon footprint, that we're a 14% less today than we were a decade ago go, not because of some government policy, but because of American innovation. Senator Roger Marshall of Kansas, thank you so much for talking to us on One American News. Good to catch up with you, sir. I'm glad. All right. <clears throat> Whoops. Turn that down. Now, Cherokee Rose, watching by way of Periscope.tv, says, COVID package, but not much for COVID ridiculous couldn't agree with you more on that one young lady couldn't agree more you know they keep talking about uh, they keep talking about the uh, you know wanting to do more for COVID relief and vaccines and all this but of course if you listen to dictator Joe Biden okay what does he say oh yeah they didn't have any vaccines when he, by the time he got into office. Uh, yeah, they did because in December and January he got his first and second shot. So there's the, there's lie there's a lie right there from the dictator and thief. Okay, now the question becomes. Why is there only 1% going to the COVID vaccine projects? President Trump, didn't he implement Operation Warp Speed that got the vaccine going? That got these drug companies to produce it? And they're, they're not, nobody's paying for these vaccines. The American people are not don't have to pay for it. That's the beauty of this. So these drug companies aren't aren't making a whole lot of money on this. Even especially if the government's only giving them bare minimum dollar signs. What do you say, Gun? Well, you know. <clears throat> It's it's another way for the demo rabbits, ribbits, assholes to get in what they want to get in. Um, they want more money for this, you know, uh, late-term abortion bullshit, you know. 
right before the baby's born, you can go in there and kill it five minutes before it's born. You can go in there and murder it. That's murder. At that point, obviously, it is a developed human being. Okay. Uh, what's the difference between shooting it with a three fifty seven Magnum or the procedures that they do? There is no. There is none. There's no difference. Dead is dead. Okay. They want all this to send all this money to all these, like I said, to these fucking countries that hate our guts, that they would wish to see America destroyed, blown up, tore down, whatever the word you want to use. These other countries just chomping at the bit to to see that happen. But yet we're sending them fucking billions of dollars. By now, it's probably in the in the range of hundreds of trillions of dollars. Just over the past ten years. Just take ten years. That ain't very long time, just one decade. So by now it's probably hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of trillions of dollars. While people that need it, like well, me, I'm disabled. I only get $527 a month. Okay. You are too. Okay. And so much for us, huh? Fuck you, motherfucker. We're going we're gonna to get it, give it to our buddy Chinese motherfuckers and, and uh, over there and the Arabs and all these, all these goat humping motherfuckers. Okay. We're going to give the money to them. Your tax money, remember. It's not their tax money. It's your tax giving to them so i mean where where do you think what where do you think their allegiance is is it is it to this country man if you think their allegiance to this country man you need to go back to school soon because you missed something okay you must have been over there in the backyard fucking jacking off because you definitely missed this class okay that they hate our guts and they don't want they don't want you to have anything they don't want you to have a fucking thing look at uh look at uh the idiot Biden, you know, just here in Texas, for example, he's supposed to be out here on Friday. The dumb fuck. If it was President Trump, he would be here three or four weeks ago, right, even before it was it started to happen. And then systematically in that time frame that it did happen, doing everything. He'd had the fucking military shipping, flying in supplies, water, generators, fuel. You know, whatever. And almost 40 people would have had to froze to death. Okay? But this dumb fuck will come in there and say, Hi, oh, am I in Texas? Where am I? Where am I? And leave. Wait and see. Go ahead. <laughs> well, it's funny you should, you, you should mention about Biden and Texas and the situation yeah. there. Because... I've got an article here that I'm going to read in just a moment, and it may even talk about how Mr. Biden, you know, our illustrious El Dictator, could be going down there to Texas and all this. But when you when when you hear what I'm about, to, when you hear just the headline alone, you're going to be sitting there scratching your head, going, "Uh, what?" Unless you've already heard about it, in which case, you won't be sitting there scratching your head going, uh, what? You'll be sitting there going, okay, so Bonehead Biden's going to show up here and what's he going to do? For, what's he going to do? Photo op and leave? 
make a big promise that he can't keep? Probably. Probably. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Let me put this. Uh, let me get this. Let me open this. Let me go to this story here. I got it open. Millions of Texans still without clean water. Okay. Now, this is from One American News Network. This is where I got this from. Many Texans found themselves left in the dark and the cold after a winter storm battered the state. As of Tuesday, 8 million Texans had issues with their water supply as busted frozen pipes compromised water mains across the state. Officials said the damage done to the infrastructure was substantial. We estimate there were probably tens of thousands of private breaks at homes and businesses. Austin Water Director Greg Mazaros said, and many of these were large with fire lines and other large infrastructure breaking on the private side. So substantial damage to the public distribution system and private plumbing and a lot of work ahead to clean those up. Okay. Now, reports, according to reports, roughly 25,000 residents were left without running water. Those who did have water said it was yellow and undrinkable. As a result, a Fort Worth brewery hopped in, <laughs> no pun intended, I'm sure, hopped into action to provide clean water to the community. Because we have the equipment to be able to make gallons and gallons of whatever liquid we need to, Cowtown Brewery employee Madison Thompson said, we can just boil a ton of water and give it to whoever needs it, basically within a few hours. As local grocery stores quickly ran out of bottled water, some residents resorted to using melted snow from outside. It's been very difficult, one resident stated. I even thought about getting snow to bring it in to melt to flush the potty. That would be our next step. Meanwhile, the cost of reheating homes after the grid failure led to exorbitant energy bills for residents. Governor Greg Abbott, Republican from Texas, has promised to protect consumers from unreasonable bills once the state begins to recover. All right, so there was no mention of President, excuse me, dictator Biden going to Texas in this article, obviously. But, yeah, the people of Texas right now are in a bad, bad freaking way. And it's it's not going to get any better. I mean, a local brewery? Okay, I'm a recovering alcoholic. But when it comes to something like this, bravo. And I repeat again, bravo to Cowtown Brewery for stepping up to the plate. Thank you on behalf of the people of Texas for doing that. That That's what I call being a good neighbor. That's what I call taking care of the people, taking care of people that are in a bad way. 
I'll tell you something right now. As far as I'm concerned, any business, any company that steps up to the plate and says to the people of Texas, here you go. Here's 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 some fresh here's fresh water so that you can cook, bathe, flush your toilet, whatever you need it to do. That here it is. You know, boom. Here's what they need to do. Just just to get people just so people have water to put in their toilet tanks. Okay? Go go to a go to a lake. Suck up as much of that water as you can into a into a tanker. Put a sign on both sides of it saying for toilet use only, and have that water pumped into every single home's toilet as and, and into containers for them to use in their toilets as much as possible. Because if you can't flush your toilet, it becomes a health hazard. And you run the risk of getting very ill. Okay, so if companies step up to the plate, like Cowtown Brewery, wow, fucking awesome, absolutely fucking awesome. To Governor Greg Abbott, brother, you better do more than just just say stuff. Do what you're do what needs to be done, please. And when it comes to these companies that have stepped up to the plate to bring bring water to the residents. So they have drinking water, so they have water to flush their toilets or whatever the case may be that they need water desperately for until they can get their their plumbing back in operation. You know what you do, Mr. Governor? I'll tell you what. I live in New York. And I'm I'm willing to bet the people of Texas will, will appreciate what I'm about to suggest. Go to those companies. Give them tax breaks. For what they've done, stepping up to the plate the way they're doing, offer them offer them something you know some sort of a reward, financial compensation, anything it takes to show these companies, hey, we appreciate what you what you've done for us, and here's how we're showing our gratitude. Boom. And to the people of Texas who are still without water, who are still without power, you know. The people without power obviously aren't going to hear me, but there are people in Texas who will. I'm sure. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty damn sure. Gunslinger is not the only one who listens to this broadcast from the state of Texas. To all of you in the state of Texas that are listening and you know people that are without power, pass this on to those people without power. Our prayers and our hopes are with you every step of the way. To the companies that have stepped up to the plate. Keep up the good work. My God, that's an answer to prayer, whether you know it or not. Gunslinger? Well, yeah, I mean, here, you know, you, you can go, it's an update, I guess. You can go to, uh, what is this, poweroutage.us, and it's a interactive map that you can okay. hover over the state of Texas, okay, for the power outage anywhere in the state of Texas. It's down to 8,734 people or customers. Okay. Entire statewide. So if they're getting they're getting the power back slowly but surely. Most, the majority of it's already got the power back. It's just a water problem. 
is because of the frozen pipes, mainly the frozen pipes. It's not, it's not that the water's not there. It's just, you can't get it because your pipes are busted. Okay. <laughs> and, um, I was, uh, reading, uh, earlier today that the plumbing companies around here, all around, well, hell, probably all over the state of Texas, they're backlogged now. Wise, the city of Wise, just up here, just east of Dallas, I believe it is. Uh, they interviewed one of the one of the owners, I guess, or something. They said, uh, "We're not taking anything for three months." He says, "You're it'd probably be three months if you get service because we, we're working almost twenty four hours a day. And it's going to be three months before just that one company is able to take care of all their all their customers." And that's just one company out of the tens of thousands that are across, you know, the state of Texas. So did the water pipe, was that a significant thing, second to the no power? Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank God we didn't lose any water. Well, it froze the last two days before it warmed up. And we all, it was just a busted water pipe out, out on the faucet outside here. That's the only thing that, we, that happened here. But, uh, Wow. It just goes to show you that, well, number one, Texas is not prepared for the kind of weather like that. I mean, shit. I heard uh, from someone up there, I read somewhere that fucking in Alaska, they bury their water pipes 10 feet. Can you imagine that? The water line 10 feet deep. Well, yeah, because look at the fucking temperatures they got up there. Of course, because of the freeze level, whatever the freeze level. It's very shallow here. But it's uh, pretty deep up there in Alaska. You know how, how far the ground freezes when you know when it's winter and everything. So you know, but it's it's all it's because nobody listened. They didn't listen to the experts, especially ERCOT. Did you know that five of the ERCOT uh, board members quit because they don't even live in Texas? For God's sakes. One of the representatives down there at the Capitol said, this ain't going to happen again. If you're going to be on the board of ERCOT, okay, you're going to live in Texas. Uh-uh. We're not going to have any of this shit anymore. Okay. So you think they really cared if they lived in Minnesota or Maine or California? You think they gave a fuck what, what went on in Texas? <laughs> they don't even live here. If I was, yeah. the, if I was the CEO the of that company, long before this even happened, I'd have turned around and said to the board members, look, here's the way it's going to play out. Uh, by a show of hands, how many of you actually live in the state of Texas? And if half the people at that table raised their hand and the other half didn't, I'd look at the other half that didn't and I'd turn to them immediately and say, I want your resignations on my desk by end of business today. This is a, yep. this is a business in the state of Texas. It is for the people of the state of Texas. If you don't live in the state of Texas, you have no business on the board of directors. Get fucking going. Yep. Get out. Oh, I totally agree. Absolutely. Those people should be held accountable for the people that froze to death. Okay. They should be sued. And if, if, if found guilty, which they are, okay, there's no doubt about it because they're the one that made the decisions. Okay. It wasn't nobody else to uh, do that or didn't fail to winterize the stuff. Let's just put it this way. They failed to winterize the equipment. Okay. The equipment is only as good as, as you take care of it. 
you know, or winterize it. Now, I don't think there's a lot you can do with those wind generators out there in West Texas. As that's kind of a you know, flirt, but you can winterize uh, gas wellheads. Okay, <laughs> you damn right you can do that because they're not that big. They're not a, not as big as a wind generator. Okay. So you could winterize that, okay, so that you could keep supplying the fuel to the to the natural gas generation plants. In this case, the it wasn't like I said, people say, Oh well god damn it, the fucking generator plants. No, it's no 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 no. Wasn't the generator plants. It was the generator plants was working perfectly. The only problem is they didn't have no goddamn fuel. What happens when your car runs out of gas? Your car stops, don't it? Well, these things mm-hmm. are no different. When these things run out of fuel, you can't get fuel to them, guess what? They stop because there's no steam. I mean, re- remember what I've said. People think this is so great, wonderful technology. Oh, my God, nuclear, all this shit. Okay, 98% of the fucking world generation, even the world, is generated by steam, just like a, just like a locomotive. You know, the old steam locomotives? It's the same fucking thing. It boils water. That's all it does. Turns into high pressure steam, hits a steam turbine, and hits a generator, and it spins a generator. Okay, I mean that's been around for what 150 fucking years. It's old technology, but people realize, well, yeah, it should be a simple. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> Sorry, they did. Like I said, I, I there's there's one thing I will give ERCOT credit for. They did. Uh, I hate to do it, but they <laughs> did tell the power plant up. Op- to shed the load they had to shed the load because of their failure but they had to do that or it would have put the entire state of texas into a blackout which would have been which would have took about three to four months to recover from yeah put that one in your pipe smoke it Mm -hmm. think about that no power nowhere for three to four months that's and they came within seconds of that happening so did ERCOT make the right decision on that? Yeah, they did. Or you would face that. But they should have thought about this many, many years ago. Not just months ago. Not just last summer. Many, many years ago and took a look at the failing and fractures of these of these wellheads. That, hey, they're out there in the middle of the, of the, of the elements, out there in you know, Mother Nature. Something could happen. I mean, it ain't going to freeze up during the summer, obviously with 110, 115, 120 degree summer sometimes mm-hmm. in Texas. But in the wintertime, you get these freak goddamn freezes like we just fucking had. Uh, yeah, it's going to freeze up. Yeah. And remember, again, the gas, the natural gas, natural gas does not freeze. Okay, I'm sorry. It's the mechanical workings of the wellhead, the valves that are electrically remotely operated, you know, turn the valve head on or turn it off or this way or switch it to that pipe or whatever okay mm-hmm. that's what failed because they got coated in ice and they just froze and they wouldn't move they're like a rusted boat i mean they've been out in the weather for fucking years you boy you, good luck on getting that son of a bitch loose until you soak it in wd-40 or oil or whatever to break it loose until these things thawed out then they released it and then they was able to get the fuel to the generating stations but uh, yeah it was a hell of a deal, hell of a mess. Like I said, the buddy of mine, he went. He spent four hours yesterday on that friend's house down there, just running around to what two Home Depots, Ace, and a and a Lowe's, and they were all sold out of 
mostly of copper plumbing fittings and copper pipe. Sold out. And you know how big Home Depot is. Shit, that's a goddamn big hardware store. Well, given okay. given what's Two happened in, in the state of Texas, I'm not surprised. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So that can you imagine what the real what the big plumbing companies are going through right now? They're running around pulling their goddamn hair out. I mean, they're they got so much to do. I mean, it's it's wow. This is really amazing. What happened? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well. I'm sure, I'm sure that uh, many of the uh, plumbing companies that live right near the near a border state uh, probably traveled to border states to to get to to go to Home Depots and Lowe's and plumbing supply centers uh, to try and get the necessary uh, stuff they needed if they couldn't get it with inside oh, yeah. the state of Texas itself. <coughs> I, I'm willing to bet that they they had to have done that at some point. At least I hope they did, you know. Um, but yeah, it, it's it, because of what happened throughout the state. This is this is a huge, huge, huge. Did I say huge enough? Um, it's a, it's it's a, it's 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 a it's a major problem, a major disaster. Um, dictator Biden. Should have declared a should have declared an, an emergency and sent FEMA in, but he didn't. What do you think of uh, the dictator now, folks? He didn't give a shit about Texas. Do you think he gives a shit about any other state in in the country? And what's he going to do Friday? What's he going to do Friday when he shows up? Fake sympathy and promises that can he'll never fill is he going to say to the to the people of West Virginia you know we're we're with you in and and be standing in the state of Texas when he says it that's a guess on my part by the way but still the federal government could have sent in resources and didn't. They still can send resources before he goes down on Friday. And they haven't yet. If he says, I'm ordering FEMA to... First words out of my mouth, if I were in Greg Abbott's shoes, I'd look him straight in the eye in front of all the cameras and go, why did you wait until today to make that decision when you knew way back... It was happening when you knew that millions of people were, were were without power, when people were dying left and right because of the freezing cold. And what about the people who, who are still without water? You could have sent federal resources in a long time ago and you didn't. You expect me to believe that you're going to do it now? That, that's what I would do if I were in Greg Abbott's shoes. I'd put him on the spot real fast. Now, time to change gears here. This came out a couple of days ago. 
from theepictimes.com. The Supreme Court dismisses a slew of 2020 presidential election lawsuits. Wow. The Supreme Court threw out a series of legal challenges on February 22nd to voting processes and results in several states left over from the recent presidential election cycle. What in the world is that? What was that? (laughs) Kind of interesting. The high court didn't explain why it refused to hear the cases, but three justices dissented from from the decision not to hear one of the cases from Pennsylvania. On January 11th, With Inauguration Day just over a week away, the high court denied requests from the litigants, President Donald Trump, Republicans, and Trump supporters to expedite several of the lawsuits which concerned the presidential elections held in the battleground states of Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. The court, as is is its custom didn't explain why it dismissed the emergency applications seeking to fast-track the lawsuits. Joe Biden, a Democrat, was uh, was inaugurated on January 20 alongside of, Com- of Kamala Harris after Congress voted January 7th to reject, ob- uh, to reject objections by senators and representatives challenging electoral college votes from disputed states won narrowly by Biden. That vote took place after a breach of the U.S. Capitol by hundreds of protesters delayed the certification process for hours. Some of the lawsuits challenged the election results on the basis of allegedly unconstitutional changes made to state election procedures. Article 2 of the U.S. Constitution states that each state shall appoint electors for president and vice president in such manner as the legislature thereof may direct. Litigants point out that the legislative power here is plenary, meaning unqualified and absolute. State officials say they aren't allowed to modify election procedures without the consent of the legislature. One of the now-dismissed appeals, Republican Party of Pennsylvania v. Uh, DeGraffen Raid, I'm not sure if I pronounced it right or not, uh, court files 20-542 and 20-574 was originally known as Republican Party of Pennsylvania v. Bookvar. But then respondent Kathy Bookvar resigned as Pennsylvania's Secretary of State and was replaced by Veronica de Graffenreid. The case dealt with the perceived overreach of the state's Supreme Court in which it unilaterally changed election rules without the consent of the state legislature. The GOP argued in its petition that 
important questions of federal law were implicated by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court's 4-3 decision extending the General Assembly's election day received by deadline and mandating a presumption of timelessness for non-postmarked ballots. This is the case in which Justice Samuel Alito ordered on November 6, three days after Election Day, that all ballots received by mail after 8 p.m. on November 3rd be segregated away from the other voted ballots. Justices Alito, Clarence Thomas, and Neil Gorsuch dissented from the Supreme Court's decision not to hear the appeal. On February 22nd, Alito wrote in his dissent, joined by Gorsuch, that the case presents an important and recurring constitutional question, whether the elections or electors clauses of the United States Constitution are violated when a state court holds that a state constitutional provision overrides a state statute governing the manner in which a federal election is to be conducted. That question has divided the lower courts, and our review at this time would be greatly beneficial. In his dissent, Thomas expressed frustration, writing that the court failed to settle this dispute before the election, and thus provide clear rules. Now we again failed to provide clear rules for future elections. Another now dismissed appeal, Kelly v. Pennsylvania, a court file 20-810 was brought by Representative Mike Kelly, representative of Pennsylvania, a strong Trump supporter who challenged Biden's victory in the Keystone State. Kelly had asked the Supreme Court to consider his lawsuit, which challenged mail-in voting policies in his home state of Pennsylvania. Kelly argued that Act 77, the 2019 state statute that authorized universal, no-excuses mail-in voting, violated the Constitution. Although support for challenging electoral college results evaporated in Congress after the breach of the Capitol, Kelly held firm, objecting to the certification of the Pennsylvania electors early on January 7th, the challenge failed. The Supreme Court denied another petition from Pennsylvania. Donald J. Trump for President v. DeGraffenraid, Court File 20-845, Bookvar was originally listed as the respondent. Trump campaign attorney John C. Eastman of Anaheim, California, told the Epic Times in mid-January that he, that he still held out hope the nation's highest court would take up the case because it concerned important issues. There is a well-recognized ex- exception to mootness called capable of repetition yet evading review, he said at the time. It is invoked quite frequently in election litigation. 
as oftentimes the issues are as applicable to the next election as to the current one. Our legal issue, whether non-legislative election and judicial officials in the state have the ability to ignore or alter state election law in the manner of choosing presidential electors, violates Article 2 of the U.S. Constitution, remains important and need of the court's review. Another dismissed case was Wood v. Raffensperger, tongue-tied here, court file 20-799, brought by Trump supporter and lawyer L. Lynn Wood against Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, Wood argued that Raffensperger, Raffensperger, sorry, a Republican, usurped the plenary authority of the Georgia legislature by entering into a, a settlement agreement with the Democratic Party earlier this year and issuing an official election bulletin that modified the legislature's clear procedures for verifying the identity of mail-in voters. The March 2020 settlement with the Democratic Party of Georgia, the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, and the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee violated voters' rights by setting forth totally different standards to be followed by a poll worker processing absentee ballots in Georgia. A case from Arizona, Ward v. Jackson, court file 20-809, was also was dismissed. That lawsuit, brought by Arizona GOP chief Kelly Ward, claimed that the lower courts hadn't allowed sufficient time to those challenging the state's election results. In this case, the lower courts allowed only two full days of inspection and discovery into the validity of the presidential election in Arizona, in which 3,333,829 ballots were cast. A case from Michigan, King v. Whitmer, court file 20-815, was dismissed. The petition stated that there were widespread voter irregularities and fraud in the state of Michigan in the processing and tabulating of votes and absentee ballots and that the trial court completely and utterly ignored the dozens of affidavits, testimonials, expert opinions, diagrams, and photos that supported the petitioner's claim. In a case from Wisconsin, Trump v. Biden, court file 20-882, was also dismissed. The Trump campaign challenged a ruling by the Wisconsin Supreme Court that allegedly violated Article 2 of the Constitution by upholding the counting of 50,125 absentee ballots cast in two counties pursuant to the decisions of election officials to ignore or circumvent state statutes requiring that absentee ballots be delivered only by mail or by hand delivery to the clerk. Okay, so here we have, and I want to. I'm going back to uh, to the uh, Supreme Court uh, dissenters. Uh, 
Um, you've got Neil Gorsuch, Justice Alito, and, and Clarence Thomas dissenting. It, to me, it's as clear as glass that there were violations to the to the, to Article Two of the Constitution, and I'm not a lawyer, although I could play one on TV. I'm not a lawyer. It's very, very plain and simple. But these state supreme courts basically said, "Fuck you, we don't care," dismissed. The Supreme Court not taking up the case or these cases? Really? What the fuck are you up there for? For looks? For photo ops? Alito, Thomas, and Gorsuch, get your heads out of your collective asses and realize that your dissenting only strengthens the theft of an election. Gunslinger? Well, you know, I you know, I I, I definitely agree. I mean, you know, if these if these the Supreme Court, the highest court in the land if they're not going to hear a constitutional issue, and if that ain't constitutional issue, I'll eat my fucking socks that I've had on for a fucking week. <laughs> okay. Then what is? Why do we, like you said, why do we even need these son of bitches? Okay. If they're not going to hear actual constitutional problems, and this is definitely a big problem, okay, that involves the who's who in the presidency of the United States of America, then, in my opinion, fuck them. Okay? Now, I'm sure that not every one of them voted against it. There were probably, you know, the two latest ones or whatever that the Trump put in there. I'm sure they voted for it to hear it because they're on our side, the right side. Yeah, but Brett Kavanaugh and uh, they're the Amy Coney Barrett. Were the other two that that that, that, Barrett, that yeah. voted They're in favor both, of, of, yeah. of going forward? It was Gorsuch that right, exactly. Dissented. So they they voted. Those are the two. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I don't. You know, like I said, I mean, when when you have, and that's probably one of the reasons among many that why they made that decision because they knew. Even the court knew that if Trump, President Trump, was to get back in there, there was probably, by the time he had four more years, he would have probably appointed at least two more Supreme Court justices. At least. Okay? At least. Maybe even three. Who knows? But I know two of them. At least two. There would have been at least two appointed at least. So that would swing the court even more in our favor we're still we're still at the edge okay the the edge fence line you know we got two of them there and the rest of them you know they're the assholes they're the left wingers 
all we would have needed would have been about a couple more, maybe even one to swing it over to the right side. Then it, then they would have probably heard something like that or something similar if it came up again after another four years of President Trump. But they didn't. So what are they? Why are we even wasting time? Why are we even wasting space in that building? Let's turn it into a fucking whorehouse, okay? Because <laughs> that's about what they are now, okay? I mean, you know what? Uh, what have I always said that you know the 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 law is like a whore. The more you pay it, the more you can fuck it, okay? And it sounds like what they did. Somebody got somebody paid off. Who knows? Who knows what goes on up there in that goddamn place? Of why they made their decision. I guarantee you it wasn't based on the rule of law because if they based it on the rule of law, that right there would be in their that'd be number one on their docket. But obviously they didn't, did they? <laughs> Go ahead. Well Neil Gorsuch, Amy Coney Barrett, and Brett Kavanaugh were the three justices that Trump nominated, that Trump put up there. And they're in there. They're in the Supreme Court. Okay, we have a conservatives have a six to three voting block. But when you get one out of the three that Trump put in there. Dissenting. Yeah, okay. I'm 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 not happy with it. But if it had been all three that Trump put in there, dissenting. Then I would be concerned. Then I would be concerned. But still, to have Alito, Gorsuch, and Thomas dissent like this, and it gets shot down like that? Because you know the other, you know the three liberals, the, the, the three on the side of the liberals voted against so when you've got three other three three on our side voting against, well, sorry, it's 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 kind of a catch twenty two. They uh, they basically condoned the stealing of an election, and yep. that to me is wrong. Well, then, uh, as far as turning the Supreme Court into a whorehouse, mm, that'd be one big hawk and whorehouse, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and you know every Democrat politician would be in there every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, can you imagine Piglosi as a madam? <laughs> oh, my God. What a thought. Oh, my God. I, I, I just got a mental <laughs> image of that in my head. Thanks a lot, Gun. I didn't need that in my head. Excuse me. I got to break out my industrial strength barf bag. Blah! Ugh. Really? You had to go there, didn't you? Oh, that's terrible. Oh, no. All right. Uh, moving right along. <laughs> You're, it's that You're on a roll tonight. You know that, don't you? AOC would sit. Oh yeah, gotta be. AOC would sit right in there too. You know, they could. She could. She could bring up the the, the butt session. Get it? Butt section. <laughs> uh -huh. Hey, and with 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 her big mouth, 
She could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Yeah. Need I say more? Hmm? Well, according to One American News Network, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy is defending free speech from Democrats' censorship. Now, check this out, everybody. House Minority... Ooh. A hiccup and a yawn. Not nice. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy doubled down on his efforts to defend Americans' right to free speech. While speaking on the House floor Wednesday, he called out the Democrat push to censor conservative voices. The Republican lawmaker went on to suggest that they are the real threat to Americans' First Amendment rights. McCarthy compared Democrats to the Chinese Communist regime, which silences speech they disagree with. McCarthy went on to criticize the Democrats for attempting to bring the socialist agenda to the U.S. He said these standards have no place in America. Democrats' actions this week makes it clear that the greatest threat to free speech today is not a law from Congress, which is bound by the First Amendment. Stated the minority leader, the greatest threat is politicians who bully private companies to silence dissenting views. McCarthy also cited the mainstream media's coverage over the last four years and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's public disdain for President Trump during his time in office. There's also something that I think uh, Mr. McCarthy could have brought up too, and the fact that the lower chamber of the of Capitol Hill, the Congress, and the upper chamber, the Senate, could have done something about the blatant and continuous censorship that is happening on social media, where their terms of service, their community standards are a direct violation of the First Amendment, which is both in the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. Okay? When you've got these companies acting like publishers, and that's what they're doing when they censor conservatives, they act like publishers. That Section 230 protection should have been taken away from them a long, long time ago as a result of this, but it didn't. The Congress and the Senate, even the Republicans in both the upper and lower chamber, failed to do anything to stop the censorship on social media. I'm glad to see that Kevin McCarthy is is standing firm on his position. But he shouldn't be the only politician in Congress or, you know, sitting there defending our right to free speech. That's the sad reality here, America. The sad reality is we are stuck between a rock and a fucking hard place. And just... Just so everyone is aware, on March 1st, 2021, Firefox News Online 
is ending its its broadcasts on Periscope because on March 31st, Periscope is going away. And all live streams will be uh, put will be put through on Twitter. Well, I'm not going to have my broadcast on Twitter. Yes, I've seen the vid- I've seen my videos there from live stream from the live stream. But after I di- after I'm done with Periscope, that will not be the case anymore. So for anyone watching this broadcast on on the video platforms, you will be able to. If you wish, if you're looking to chat, there are three options. There are three options available: Twitch, DLive, and Trovo. All right, so just bear that in mind. So if you're looking to to still tune in on the video side and you want to be able to chat with this with, with the host here, that's your options right there. After Periscope and I part company. I'm parting company because I with it because it's going to go away anyway at the end of March. But even if it wasn't going away at the end of March, you know, I would still I would stay with Periscope. But the problem is it's going away and Twitter's taking up all live streams at that point. And I want nothing to do with Twitter as far as my broadcast is concerned on that level. Yes, I have an account there on Twitter. And I'm very careful not to say things that are going to get me shut down on Twitter. But the simple fact is they they censor conservatives blatantly. While people that don't like our country, countries that don't like us, can say anything they want on Twitter without any uh, consequences. Liberals can say whatever the fuck they want on Twitter without consequences. Terrorists can say whatever they want on Twitter without consequences. So, no. Once I once March 1st hits, it will be Trovo, <clears throat> DLive, and Twitch. For those of you watching this broadcast on the video platforms, if you wish to chat. If you're not looking to chat and you just want to tune in, you can tune into any of the video platforms. You don't necessarily have to chat on the ones I mentioned. Uh, but also Vaughn.Live is one of those other video platforms that I use as well. So we're going to go from five video platforms down to four. Effective March 1st. Because of the censorship on Twitter, I I will not have this broadcast on there. I'm sorry. It's just that simple. Censorship is a vi- a direct violation of the of the First Amendment. Yes, this broadcast has certain rules governing uh, conspiracy theories, like that of Alex Jones and David Sponheim, who's on Vaughn Live. But I, I'm sorry. Beyond that, beyond that, you know, we talk about just about everything under the sun here anyway. We don't have to mention their, the, the, a conspiracy theorist nonsense because it, it, has no, it has no bearing on what's discussed here half the time, if ever. So, quoting 
Jones and Sponheim. No, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather not hear that sh the air from those assholes. No. <laughs> I get an icy cold chill up my back every time I even mention the names. But that's because I don't want my, my audience subjected to nonsense. To outright flagrant stupidity. What can I say? I'm a glutton for punishment when it comes to uh, wanting to protect my audience. People say I've got too many rules on this show. Really? Well, if you run a show that's a free-for-all and, and, and a clusterfuck, that's your business. I look to protect the people that come to this show, that tune into this show on a, on a daily basis. Those who watch and listen on archives. You know? I'm looking to do what the Democrats can't do. Or won't do. And that's protect the American people. I'm an old-fashioned kind of broadcaster. I believe in doing things that, that give the audience, you know, clear and, and concise facts. This isn't Star Trek. This isn't Battlestar Galactica. We're not science fiction here. It's just that simple. But as far as Periscope goes, March 1st, we're done with them. Because March 1st is a Monday, and that'll be the first day without Periscope. So, everybody, remember, when you go to MeWe, Gab, or, or Facebook, whether it's Facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N, MeWe.com slash Firefox News Online, or Gab.com slash Firefox News Online, when you go there to look up the links... All the links to the broadcast will still be there, except for one, and that's Periscope. But as far as censorship is concerned by the social media platforms and the Democrats, uh, hey, Democrats, can you read between the lines really well? Let me see if, let me help you out if you can't. Censorship of conservatives Sucks, monkey balls, and so do you. That's just my personal opinion. That's just my heartfelt personal opinion. Whether anybody agrees with me or not, that's up to them. Now, the Senate GOP is rallying against the uh, $15 minimum wage in the final relief package. Okay? Now, check this out. Senate Republicans opposed a push from the left for a $15 federal minimum wage. During a press conference Wednesday, Senator Lindsey Graham, Republican from South Carolina, said the wage increase is part of what he calls a liberal wish list. He also noted it is totally unrelated to the COVID-19 pandemic. And I agree with him on that. Participating in a press conference on the $15 per hour minimum wage, 
a nationwide $15 an hour minimum wage will increase costs to businesses. At the same time, governments are mandating restrictions on their operations. This is what Lindsey Graham said on Twitter. Other senators said the move would make no sense to do everywhere in the country, especially considering the cost of living varies by state. They also warned such a dramatic change would be irresponsible and could put small businesses at the risk of going at a time when many are already struggling. In the middle of a pandemic, where nearly 11 million Americans have already lost their jobs, Senator Tim Scott, Republican from South Carolina, said, the last thing you do is increase the cost on a business, the cost on businesses, sorry, which will, according to the CBO, at least shutter 1.4 million jobs. Okay? That's according to the CBO. Now, Senator Tim Scott tweeted, as a child who grew up working jobs under the minimum wage and as a business owner that paid over the minimum wage, I know this mandate will kill jobs and destroy our small businesses. And again, to, to reiterate what, what is said here, in fact, the CBO reports a loss of 1.4 million jobs. The Dems $15 minimum wage hike doesn't make sense. While the House considers a relief package that includes a $15 federal minimum wage proposal, it is unclear if it will end up in the state's version of the bill. Um, no, it shouldn't. Because right now, increasing the minimum wage that much is going to devastate businesses, okay? Because let's say you raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Now companies are going to have, companies that menu, that make stuff in this country, they're going to have to raise their prices, which means it's passed on to the consumer when the, consu- when the price the consumer pays is raised. In order to pay $15 an hour minimum wage for every one of their employees, that's what's going to end up happening. Okay? I don't think these Democrats thought that through or even cared one way or the other. They claim that many Americans are behind them on the $15 minimum wage, but yet many Americans are business owners. Many of many Americans are working are working employees who cannot afford to have okay I know this may not this may not be a great way to, to describe it but okay let's say a car manufacturer okay a company that makes cars here in here in the in the United States minimum wage goes up to fifteen dollars an hour all right, that car manufacturer is now going to have to raise the cost to manufacture the car because the price for the materials is going to go up. So when they rate, when they get prices raised on them, 
They raise their prices on the consumer, and the consumer suffers. Food prices are going to go up exponentially. Because in order to pay the minimum wage, that's what's going to happen. It's called cause and effect. Cause and effect means you do this and the effect is this. Tell me, I'll tell you what, America, comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Write to me and tell me where I'm wrong there. I don't think you can. I don't think there's a businessman in America today that will tell me I'm wrong. I don't think there's an employee that will tell me I'm wrong. I've got a man on the phone line with me right now who ran his own business for years. I'm willing to bet Gunslinger will not... Will, will, I'm willing to bet he'll sit there and go, no, George, you're right. Because he's, he, he was a, he's a businessman. He knows from a business standpoint, for God's sakes. And I'm going to ask the question. I know it's kind of rhetorical for me to do that. But it's a rhetorical question that does seek an answer. Gunslinger, where am I wrong here? Go ahead. Well, um, well you're not wrong. <laughs> Wish you would, but, but you're not. Uh, yeah, I ran my own business, you know, uh, hired helpers, okay, and paid them the minimum wage at the time, which it still is, okay, pretty much. Uh, I'm not going to hire some snot-nosed kid uh, that don't even hardly know which end that, uh, that you screw a screw in with a screwdriver. You know, there's two ends to a screwdriver. One's the handle end, one's the part that you screw the screw in. $15 an hour. Fuck no, are you crazy? <laughs> you know, I'm not, you know, I'm going to reserve that for people that I did hire, if I was at that time or doing it now, that knows how to go out and do electrical work, not just to screw a fucking screw in. Okay, I'm going to pay these people to go out and diagnose problems in the electrical system, whether it's resident, commercial, you know, uh, whatever, uh, assembly, you know, your, your bread line stopped. Oh, my God, why did it stop? Call electrician. You think I'm going to uh, send somebody out there that has zero experience paying $15 an hour and say, go get them, boy. Tell me what's wrong with it. <laughs> yeah, right. When I could send an experienced electrician, technician, whatever, to say, oh, yeah, there's your problem right there. Have it fixed in no time. When the other person would be sitting there scratching balls for two or three hours saying, I don't know what the fuck I want. What are you talking about? You know, I just started last week in the electrical trade. You expect me to know all this shit? Say now, in the in what you were saying in the car manufacturing business, there's very few minimum wage uh, jobs in those plants that you know the the plants uh, that make the cars and everything. Today, most of them are robotics. 
Okay. <laughs> I guess you can pay them anything you want to or nothing. Okay. But back in the day, even there, even then, you had to have skill to operate those machines. Okay. You just can't get somebody that's not even drive behind his balls yet and, and out of, just right out of high school and put them on a sophisticated line. Oh, you're the controller here. You do this. Yeah, right. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Boy, that'd be a disaster, wouldn't it? Now, fast food, yeah. Or any food, restaurant, yeah. Oh, yeah, any, any of that. You're gonna, they're going to suffer. There's no doubt about that. Minimum wage was not designed to maintain a very comfortable lifestyle, okay? It was there to get you through, you know, high school, college, whatever, okay, until you could get a better paying profession, okay? I mean, anything after that, hell, the sky's the limit. Hell, you can make 10 figures if you want to, depending on what you want to do, okay? But you're not going to get that kind of money in just first starting out. That's what I'm saying. The minimum wage is for people that first start, started out, okay? Hey, I got it. When I went to, when I was working for my dad's company, and then I think I worked for a couple other places. One was Paul's Electric. I didn't get the, the big boys pay. I got minimum wage because I was just a helper. I was a gopher. Go get this. Go get that. Gopher. Okay. Uh, that was left up to the experienced journeymen and electricians there on the job. Until I started learning more and more and more and more. And then, well, yeah, I mean, of course, I got, you know, went to job pay and all that stuff. But per hour, yeah, it never worked. Never worked. Go ahead. You're running out of time. Well, I'll put it to you like this. And probably we're going to, I can see what time it is. And uh, we're going to kind of run into a little bit of overtime. Not much, though, uh, to finish this to finish this out. Uh, and also have it give you an opportunity for a final thought and so forth. You know, that's what I do here. I like to give my my uh, my longtime caller a chance for a final thought when the time comes. Um, you know, take also into consideration, okay, not just in, in the auto industry, <clears throat> but auto mechanics, tire changers. You know, people, you still have to 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 mount tires on rims and everything else. You still have to do basic auto repairs like changing an alternator, change, replacing mufflers and shit like that. That still takes mechanics. And, uh, and, and the hourly rate for mechanics will go up exponentially with a $15 minimum wage because it doesn't just affect the wage. It affects the cost of the product. It affects the cost of what it, what it costs. The business has to be passed on to the consumer. Always. You know that as well as I do gun. And it's going to, it will happen regardless of what the business is. If the business is paying, say, I'm just going to throw a ballpark figure out there. I don't know how much they actually cost. But no, fast food. I'll use fast food because it's going to affect that too. When I was working at Burger King, okay, and folks, 
I'm telling you right now, I have it here somewhere on my desk, but I have my original Burger King name tag somewhere around this house. Oh, wait a minute. Ah, here it is. There it is. I don't know if it's going to show up very good on camera, but there it is. My original Burger King uh, name tag with the old Burger King logo. And my name done with a one of those uh, Dymo uh, name tape guns. Okay? I worked for them back in 96, 97, something like that. All right. Now, you go to Burger King, you're paying minimum of, what, $10 for a meal these days? Raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Well, now, all these folks working in fast food, places like Burger King, are going to, it's going to cause the cost of the meat, the buns, the fries, whatever, to go up. So what's Burger King going to have to do? They're going to have to raise their prices, which means the consumer suffers and pays a high price. So you could be paying 20 bucks an hour, excuse me, not 20 bucks an hour, $20 for a hamburger, fries, and a Coke. But this is something Democrats aren't even thinking about. They're not using their fucking heads. Okay? They're not thinking Because they don't care. That's all. That's what it comes down to. They just don't care. Well, we have run out of time here on the broadcast, but I want to give Gunslinger, as I said, you know, man of my word, I want to give him the opportunity for a final thought, and then I'll render mine. Oh, Gunslinger, fire away. Well, you know the 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 most important deal that you could possibly think of is, uh, you know, that scary thought that, you know, Sleepy Joe has those uh, launch codes for those nuclear missiles, those nuclear toys. That right there should make your ass cringe a little bit, okay? That that idiot is in charge and has it in his dementiaed mind, hands, uh, those launch codes. Okay, <laughs> boy, <laughs> I didn't realize, I didn't think about that one. Of course, I might have did, but it probably scared me so bad I didn't want to think about it again. But uh, that's very, very dangerous, okay? Um, we all know that on the people on the right side that could trust President Trump with that because he's not a hothead, and he has all of his marbles together, okay? Sleepy Joe, ped- pedophile Joe, creepy Joe, Uncle Joe, whatever you want to call it, dumb fuck, does not. We know that. They hit their own party. His own party is now coming against him. At least 30 of them. Okay? That's bad. When your own party comes at you and say, uh, in other words, dumb fuck, we want the fucking code because we don't trust you with it. <laughs> the very people that uh, that voted for him. So right there... You better, you know, they better do something because if he gets any worser within the six months that I give him that he's going to be in there, you know, he he he's stupid enough that he might he, he might fucking punch at them fucking code, uh, like North Korea. 
You know how little rocket boy is always, you know, shooting off the mouth. Get it? Shooting off the mouth. He, you know, that dumb fuck may uh, may uh, do something against him. Who knows? Well, who knows what that son of a bitch can do? When you're not thinking right, and you got uh, your your finger on that on that punch button that could launch them damn things. Holy, holy! You better have a you your 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 nuts had better be in your head, not down below your belt. So that's my thought, final thought. That motherfucker better get his nuts back up where it's supposed to be, you know? <laughs> Go ahead. Have a nice day. Right. <laughs> well, for me, the final thought comes comes right out of what we just, uh, what, comes all, it comes from that first story I brought up, which is in regards to the nuclear codes. Three dozen Democrats sent this guy a letter wanting him to surrender sole authority over those nuclear codes. But what they failed to realize is that by doing that, anyone who goes into that office after he leaves is going gonna, is gonna to have to surrender sole authority. It's going to affect every person that goes into the Oval Office after Biden. This is not something that you you want the the Congress to have control of. Okay? Because what if, God forbid, someone launches against us? And Congress says, oh, well, they won't won't make it here. They're not going to reach us. We're safe. And we're wiped out. There's a frightening thought for you, America. There is a frightening thought right there. And having this guy in the Oval Office with, with, with the issues he has, and especially after what you said, Gunslinger, in regards to what he was told by his doctors, that he would never be the same again. You know, hello? Mentally, the guy is out to fucking lunch. And Democrats know it. I don't think he's going to make it to six months. I think it's going to be it's going to be half that. Personally, if they're if they're already trying to get him to surrender authority to, to the nuclear weapons that we have, if he doesn't do it to their satisfaction, watch how fast the Twenty Fifth Amendment gets invoked. I guarantee that's what's coming down the pipe. Yep. Well, Gunslinger, thank you very much for being here, my friend. As always, I will see you for the Thursday night edition when it'll either be Throwback Thursday or Throw Up Thursday. We're not sure which it's going to be yet. But uh, as always, great having you here, my friend. And uh, we will talk tomorrow on on this broadcast. And uh, you try and have yourself a good evening. Stay out of trouble if you can. Try and find a blonde to to take the bed with you. You didn't hear that from me, though. Be a lot better. All right, (laughs) buddy. And my thanks to Iggy Mom and, of course, to Cherokee Rose for joining us on the video side as well. 
Always a pleasure to have them joining in, in, in on the broadcast, on the video side. But unfortunately, it is time for me to call this a broadcast. For the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. I got it out. Okay, good. Until next time, America. Take care of one another. Watch out for one another. And be good to each other. That's all one can really ask. We'll see you on the next edition of Firefox News Online. Fair. Balanced and always responsible. And now, it is time for the outro. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. You can catch Firefox News Online Monday through Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Go to MeWe.com slash Firefox News Online or Gab.com slash Firefox News Online for the links to the live broadcast. And if you have any comments you'd like to send our way, we'd love to hear from you. Write to comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. If that email address is not working, the host will inform you to use the alternate address, and that is comments at journalist.com. Once again, that is comments at journalist.com. The views and opinions that were expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or these broadcasting services. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division, all one and the same, adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Let it be written, so let it be done. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.